around and disregard it. Strip you off the ground, show you what heart is. Standing strong, I'm proud of it. And I guess, let's get it started. It's the hardest. Talk around and disregard it. Strip you off the ground, show you what heart is. Standing strong, I'm proud of it. And I guess, let's get it started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grip, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, in this art he is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest podcast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now. It's time to sit and relax Get your mind blown away Ain't no skipping this track Have you paying more attention No listening gap Get everything I ever wanted No giving it back Yeah What's up everybody? It's your boy Kyle oh, God, I keep trying to say it in a way that sounds cool But it it, it, it never does. Kyle! Hi, it's Kyle here! Fuck off. Uh, it's the hardest part of the ring here with another Apron Bump podcast, and it is a, a banger today, folks. Royal Rumble 2002. Jiminy Crickets, what an event this was. We're here, we're queer, and we're, t- we're in 2002. New year, new me. Am I right or am I wrong, everybody? 2002, as I have uh, probably mentioned too many times over the course of my episodes in this timeline. Uh, I really am not familiar with 2002 at all. You know, barring a few shows here and there, a few matches, a few moments here and there. 2002 is pretty much a dark era for me. Royal Rumble 2002, I had had somewhat of uh, of an idea of what happened. I knew who won the Rumble. I knew who came out as champion. But if you ask me, hey, what happened at No Way Out 2002? I'd be like, I don't know. Did uh, did Chuck Palumbo win the world title? I, I, I don't know. For all I know, that could be what happened. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Point being, it's going to be a fun year for the apron bump. And starting off hot with the Royal Rumble, as they typically do. Pretty much, pretty much always they do in WWF, WWE. On the road to WrestleMania, one of the most monumental WrestleManias of all time. WrestleMania 18. What a time, what a time. We're almost about to witness the debut in WWF of the NWO. And whew, I cannot wait <laughs> to dive headfirst into that, but... Where are we at here? So, previous episode was Vengeance 2001. And what's happened since Vengeance? Well, Jericho has uh, been on, has been continuing his reign as the first ever undisputed champion. Triple H has returned, that famous Madison Square Garden return. Uh, Ric Flair and Vince McMahon, their 50 50 partnership has exploded into a bloody, bloody rivalry, like arguably too much blood for these two. 
Uh, Undertaker's on a rampage. He, his heel turn is in full effect. He's just murdering everybody. Uh, Jerry Lawler moderated a wet t-shirt contest with a squirt gun. There's a lot going on in this era of the WWF. Uh, and a lot happening on this show as well. Like You got Rock versus Jericho for the undisputed title. We have a street fight between Vince McMahon and Ric Flair, which sounds like a thing that sounds like a fever dream. That sounds like a thing I just made up, but that's a thing that happened. And it was it was crazy. Like, why have I not seen this match before? And of course, the Royal Rumble match itself, which back by popular demand. We will be doing this watch along style, not the entire show, just the Royal Rumble match. I uh, did this format for my Royal Rumble 1995 episode, which is a great episode. You should check that out if you have not already. But basically, we will review the show uh, traditionally, like I typically do, up until the Royal Rumble match itself. And then we will fire up our cocks. And, uh, well, he's Canadian. Actually, my guess is Canadian, so I think he still has the network. So, solo cock firing on my part. Uh, we what? We're gonna watch the Royal Rumble, <laughs> 2002 live, live. So yeah, I will provide all of the necessary timestamps in the description so you can follow along, uh, or if you even just want to watch the Rumble and don't give a fuck about anything else, which you know I, I don't blame you. I kind of suck. Uh, but we <laughs> and of course the YouTube version will have a uh, a running ticker on it as well. So if you find that easier. Uh, go ahead and do that, but and give me a little subscribe while you're there. You know, you know, tickle the subscribe. What do what do the YouTubers say? Smash that like button. Fucking assholes! Don't let me ever be that guy, please. Please don't let me ever be that guy. But uh, joining me on this episode, Mister Fretz from the Fretzel Mania podcast. Find him wherever you listen to podcasts. He uh, also does retro reviews. Uh, in fact, he's in kind of a similar timeline as me. He's he's uh, covering WWF, and he's back around King of the Ring 2001, uh, that time period, which is a great, <laughs> a very entertaining uh, time period to follow. But he, he also, because he also goes into all of the Rawls and stuff leading up to the shows, which there's a lot that happens on on TV in 2001, which... I try to touch on in my reviews, but there's like so much to get into that you can't really touch on all of it. But Fretz can fuck me. Fretz can. And he does. And he does a really entertaining uh, job at it. So go. There is somebody just blasting music while I'm trying to plug this man. How fucking dare you? But go check out the Fretzelmania podcast. But check this podcast out first. Really fun time with Fretz. Uh, oh, yeah, and also go check out the entire Wrestle Addict Radio Network. A lot of good guys over there, a lot of great podcasts. Uh, go give them a follow. Go give them a listen, a download, a kiss on the cheek, a fondle of the balls. Whatever it is you do, is how you spread joy and jizz. Throw your... Uh, God, I'm getting off the rails in this one. <laughs> Let's let, let's get into it. Description for all the, that info. But let's get right into it. Let's put your cars in gear. We're on the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> Just a little little sound humor for you for you guys. Um. <clears throat> anyways, Royal Rumble 
2002 with myself and Mr. Fretz from the Fretzel Mania podcast. I just want to talk about fucking jazz and Tristratus. Is that so, is that so bad? Is that so wrong? Uh, I, you know what? <laughs> if we're talking that match, uh, I'm going to need. Uh, what is that? A Mr. Pip? A, that is a Molson export, my friend. Is that the hell is that? That's the most Canadian thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, it's a beer, so <laughs> add, add 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 two points for Canada door. <laughs> Thought this dude pulled out a Mr. Pip. I was like, man, I remember two thousand five. Yeah, green green Trish Stratus. That's that's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's but uh we'll we'll definitely delve right into that uh later in the show. But uh yeah, once again, a uh, fourth time's a charm. Hopefully this uh this sticks with us. But um thank you for making the time to uh to watch the show. Jump on here. I know uh, we've been talking on social media for a while. It's good to finally link up because your your podcast, you're, you're kind of like in a similar timeline, right? I am. Yeah, you're actually a few months ahead of me. I'm doing 20 years ago each week on Raw. So like last night, I recorded July 30th, 2001. Right. I'm in the invasion. Pray for me. And uh-huh. I just got to the night The Rock returned. So Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon are both rolling out the red carpet and like decorating the locker room and stuff. And Tajiri comes in with like baked pies and a fake eyebrow. <laughs> so they're trying to get the rock to join the Alliance. And Dude. then, you know, spo- spoiler alert, all the McMahons get rock bottomed at the end. And he's <laughs> like, I have come back to the WWR. Oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I kind of because I like your podcast because you get into all the Raws and stuff. And there's like so much that happens on the TV shows that I like try to glaze over in this podcast. But there's like so especially during that time, you're like around King of the Ring era, like a little after. And like that era, I, I remember it's like so fun to watch. Like I sometimes like kind of have it on in the background or I fall asleep to it or something. But th- those shows like in that era are so good. Like they're, they they hold up pretty well for the most part, I think. Yeah, they They actually do. Uh, just despite the odd bump in the road here, I actually just finished uh, Invasion, the pay-per-view. I, I also do a show on Patreon, so my 20-year-ago mm-hmm. shit for Raw goes on the podcast, and the pay-per-view reviews go on Patre- patreon.com slash Radio. if I can plug that yet. <laughs> Hell yeah. But but uh, I also do the pop culture, so in gen- I'm going to give you one thing in January 02 that everyone was taking their girlfriends to watch at the time. And that was a walk to remember. Wow. 2002. I guess that sounds right. That movie's kind of been around as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny that everyone's taking their girlfriend to see that. And that, uh, that was the last time I was in a long-term relationship. <laughs> really? So, yeah, I, I'm 37 years old, man. So. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong nope. with that. Um, more wrestling for you, I guess. <laughs> well, I've been watching a long time. Oh yeah. So you were, cause I, I listened to your podcast and I get a sense that you, you're, you're familiar with this, even though it's kind of a, a jump to the future in terms of your podcast, you're familiar with this era, right? Oh, very much so that peak wrestling obsession. You know, I actually have rumble. Oh, Oh two here on VHS. What's a VHS? Well, kids, cue <laughs> grandpa, Sim- cue grandpa Simpson meme sitting by the lemon tree saying, you know, as long as I can remember. Dude, yeah, it's I think I'm like the last I'm 28 and I think I'm like just at the edge of, of having the VHS life. 
Because I had, I recorded them all. Like, I, if I ever like convinced my parents to buy a pay per view, I would always record it on VHS. So I'm sure I have, I, I have a Royal Rumble 2001 VHS that I like burnt. Like I, I watched it over and over again. But uh, 2002 Royal Rumble, I've actually only seen once, and that was, uh, I, man, I don't even know how old I was. I might have been in like middle school, honestly, because I found a uh, a torrent. I mean, I I bought something from a store that uh <laughs> had uh all the pay-per-view I, I like watched like just the pay-per-views from like 99 or something all the way like to 2006 or something but i remember like i would watch these pay-per-views in, like in pretty fast succession and i remember watching royal rumble 2002 but i honestly don't remember a lot about it i don't remember a lot about 2002 other than like the big four like i remember like the big moments from the big four but otherwise like royal Ru- vince mcmahon versus rick flair like this match happened what's up <laughs> oh the consortium the the dual owners of the wwe i thought this was going to be the nwo because well your next pay-per-view no way out i actually have a vhs of it on this shelf to the to the Perfect. right of me where he injects them with a lethal dose of poison <laughs> which the invasion could have freaking used by the good god Oof. yeah this was such a weird time I, I'm one of those guys. You might, I'm a rare breed. You, you know, the whole argument about when the attitude era ended. Yeah. I think it was when they got the F out mm-hmm. to, to me. This is still attitude era shit. I would agree because, you know, like I always, in my mind before I like did this podcast in my mind, it was always WrestleMania 17 was where it ended. But then as I'm watching these shows, I'm like, okay, backlash. Yeah, you have all that. You have the heel stone cold run. You have the invasion. Like this, this still feels attitude era. And then even like after Survivor Series, you have this weird period that's like not the invasion, but it's not ruthless aggression. And I'm like, it still feels pretty because it's it's this is the thing. You have all it's like a ruthless aggression tone, but with all of the wrestlers from the attitude era. Is that's like the period we're in now? I think. Yeah, that, that sounds about right, because we haven't seen, you know, the debuts of Orton or Cena or Batista. They're, they're all killing in OVW right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. When we're only a few months, a few months away from uh, John Cena making his debut, Orton, like like you said, Batista, all those guys. And then you get the brand split. And then I think the brand split is like de- like a definite hard like this is a, this is a new era that we're dealing with here. Um, uh, absolutely. Yeah, but um, as far as like what's going on in this in this time period, like we kind of mentioned, it's kind of like an awkward period. But uh, a big thing that happened is Triple H's return to the company. Man, what a uh, what a what a missing presence during that invasion, as I'm sure you, you you've been been able to tell as you as you do as you go through your podcast. Oh, it's it's a hole that is just very evident, especially in that period when. The Rock wasn't even there, so you had mm. you had someone trying to nip at the bud to try to be the top baby face on Raw because throughout Stone Cold's heel run, he is still getting booed. Like especially leading up to his match with the Undertaker at Judgment Day. Oh my mm-hmm. God, was that terrible? Very bad. <laughs> but but he is trying his hardest to be so despicable, but still getting cheers. It's like oh something something hor- say, saying something horrible to Deborah. Oh, hell yeah, get yeah. in, man. Like, okay. <laughs> he does. He 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 really commits to it at first. Like the two-man power trip. 
and then uh, you know Triple H gets injured, and then he's he's the leader of the alliance, and he's he's kind of about it for a little bit, but then there's some point where it's just like you can tell he like has had enough of it. Like it's it's shortly after it's probably like around the time you're you're covering because you just did invasion right so it's 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 around that time period we could tell Stone Cold's like okay what the fuck are we doing here he is just sinking his teeth into being a leader of the alliance and I th- I don't think it's until Stephanie McMahon starts belting out Bette Midler and Kurt Angle comes out with a milk truck that mm. you're like oh, okay okay. And yeah. then other sh- other shit happens in the world. Like Kurt Angle wins the WWE title after 9-11. Right. Well, because everything was up in the air then and no one was into it. Don't blame yeah. them, honestly. Yeah, that was the death nail. I mean, it's nobody's fault. I mean, well, you know, whoever's driving the planes. I mean, I guess it's their fault. But other than that, it wasn't Stone Cold's fault, you know, so. Um, or Snitsky's. It was definitely 100% not Snitsky's fault. But speaking of Snitsky, we got a, a world tag team title match uh, to open the show. <laughs> Transitions. So we got um a weird match to open the show. So we got the tag team champions, Spike Dudley and Taz versus the Dudley boys with the Duchess of Dudleyville, of course, Stacey Keebler. Um, so, so Spike here, he's in a neck brace. And the reason behind this is because he took a gnarly 3D on, I believe it was SmackDown a few days before this, where the Dudleys attacked Spike and Taz in the parking lot. And they gave Spike a 3D, like, if you go back and watch it, dude, he goes, like, head first into the concrete. I mean, it looks brutal. But um, he's in a, he has a little little neck brace on to sell the injury here. And, um, yeah, pretty quick match. I mean, it's, it's an opening match. Nothing... No five stars, no six stars here in the Tokyo Dome. It was it was to get the crowd hot, and I think uh, I think it was pretty successful. The Dudleys kind of dominate in the beginning, but uh, Taz gets a hot tag, and you quickly see why Taz was was such a big name in ECW. Just a great you know suplexing everybody, just looking like a monster, even though he's had fucking jumpsuit Taz at this point. He's 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 kicking the shit out of everybody. Um, just like a random push for Taz at this period too. Cause he, he like already like kind of transitioned into commentary, but he has this like random push with the tag titles with spike weird move. I'm not really sure why, but uh, spike gives the Dudley dog to Bubba. Then Stacy Keebler gets on the apron, tries to slap Taz, but Taz ducks out of the way and chokes Stacy Keebler with the Taz mission. Cause that's what his kink is, I guess. And then uh Devon tries to Avenger. But he gets locked into the Taz mission himself and quickly taps out. So Spike and Taz retain the tag team title. What a what a what a what a team. What a team to lead the tag team division here. Uh I'm just gutted it wasn't the shoguns, but <laughs> freaking... oh, I miss them. Oh, oh i they're just getting started on my end, man. Like Well, they're also about the end then. <laughs> yeah. Like when Big Show was he was pitching to Vince McMahon about uh I wanna call us. You know, like big Billy Show guns, or like the yeah. sh- or something else, or like the show offs, or but yeah, Spike has been feuding with the Dudley Boys since June of 2001. You know, when the whole mm-hmm. romance with Molly Holly came in, and then Spike started tagging with with the Big Show with Kane, and of all people, it's Taz. Two years after 
to see where he's been two year two years after his freaking debut yeah. is ridiculous. And I thought this is when Taz was coming out to uh, Cypress Hill, Thug Superstar. <laughs> what? But that that's that's another month away. We're we'll well past what what what's that shitty rap CD they did in two thousand oh, with shitty? How did wait? Well, hold on. Is this is this the CD with uh, Run DMC DX or is it one after that? It's that one. Man, get the hell out. That they had that song, the DX song. They had a, a cane. I think he had like Big Snoop Dogg. Yeah, there was some. You know, maybe they're not good for wrestling theme songs, but they're they're bangers in their own right. I think. Yeah, but I I was expecting to you know the hey hey someone ordered Cypress Hill. I'm looking in your direction, possibly while high. Do you like do you like Taz's flow? Did did uh, he did he rap the song or was it, was it, was it somebody else that rapped his song? I, as, as I know, it was just uh, Cypress Hill. That's all oh, I know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with Cypress Hill Taz, but uh, I can't wait to get to it. Now you got me excited. Next month, man. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, man. I can't. <laughs> it's all ruined. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about this opening tag match here? Uh, it was decent. It was a way to get the crowd hot and uh, to continue this uh, epic feud. Uh, brothers versus brother. This is up there with, you know, Brett versus Owen. This is up there mm. with the family feud of Eddie and Chavo, yeah, you know, in WCW over uh, Pepe the horse. That's right up there with, you know, the Moppy thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about the same as Moppy. I would say, where is Perry Saturn? By I just noticed you just may remember that Perry Saturn has been on my TV in quite some time. Maybe he's fired at this point. Who knows? I think he might be on the rumble match. Honestly, man, I'm going to have an egg on my face. If he is just said, this guy was fired, uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it was that match couldn't have been more than three or four minutes. It was it was fine. Crowd liked it. That's all you can ask for. I guess. It's weird though. The Dudleys, they like dominated the tag team division in 2001 because, you know, you had that TLC match at WrestleMania, but then Edge and Christian and the Hardys both like stopped teaming pretty much right after that, at least on a regular basis. So that it's, this leads the Dudleys to kind of beat these like random they beat like x-factor and then like these random hodgepodge teams of like uh spike and kane i think you mentioned but uh, it's weird to see the dudleys lose pretty decidedly to spike and taz it was a shocker but uh there's a certain other team coming into the fold in the next couple of months that uh i think are going to be getting the titles off of these lads and and it involves one half of the shoguns do they would you say this team looks good to you? They do. <laughs> How is their theme song again? I forget. Like you look so good to me. Then insert boy band jazz porn Ooh. music. <laughs> boy band porn. Is that what you just said? Is that what I just heard? Uh, boy band porn music. Whatever. Like, it, it, was, it was a style and time. That's a niche. That that's a niche of a niche. Boy band porn music. Man, I'm not going to ask you any questions on that. No, no follow ups on that, sir. Uh, <laughs> oh, leading Western history as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, after that, we have the Intercontinental Championship on the line. We got the champion Edge versus William Regal. So the backstory here is basically that Edge broke Regal's nose by giving him the education on a steel chair. And I honestly, I think it was a work, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because he had like bruises all over his face afterwards. So who knows? But, um, 
that was a few weeks before this, maybe even like more than a month. I, I forget, but this is a period of the time, you know, once Regal returned from that injury, uh, Regal introduced the power of the punch, which uh, <laughs> I distinctly remember. I forget which video game it debuted in. I think it was like shut your mouth or something. But uh, I remember that being his finisher. And it was so like exaggerated because he would like load it up and then just like uppercut like a Tekken uppercut the guy into the air. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's what we're uh, that's where we're at with Regal at this point. And Edge is just, just, you know, pretty boy. Never going to stop him. You're never going to stop him is, is what I would say about Edge here. But uh, <laughs> he uh, so the match. And like I said, you know, Regal's been having he, he uses the knucks in like every match he's in for several weeks now and before the match nick patrick the referee is looking all over the ring like he's literally like walking on the outside looking under the apron uh looking like around the around the post in the turnbuckle pads doesn't find anything but once regal makes his entrance he goes over to regal nick patrick does the referee pulls open his trunks like literally just <laughs> like hey Okay, yep, there's your penis. Oh, hey, there's also some brass knucks in there. So uh, he finds his uh, brass knucks, among other things, and pulls them out of his trunks. And uh, so Regal is knuckless, allegedly. So uh, the match gets underway. The match kind of is what it is. It's nothing special. Again, it's kind of kind of short, but also felt slow, Like if that's possible. Uh, Edge... At one point, hits a DDT on the apron, which uh, looked pretty gnarly. Uh, and then towards the end, Regal locks in the Regal stretch. But Edge gets to the ropes and reverses it into his own Regal stretch. An Edge stretch, if you will. Uh, looked a bit ugly, but, you know, it works. But uh, Regal gets to the ropes, gets out of it. Edge goes to the top rope, hits a spinning kick from the top rope, knocks down Regal. And Regal, as he's you know face down, he reaches into his truck. Where did he? Where did he find the nux? Actually, I forget. Uh, probably up his ass. I'm not too sure. That's right. He reached into his asshole and uh, pulled out another pair of uh, brass knuckles. Uh, uh, Brown brass, ones. Brass knuckles from his moose knuckle, some may say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, uh, yeah, moose knuckle for the win. So. Uh, no, Regal, he puts on the brass knucks and as Edge is kind of, you know, oh, sorry, I completely missed the spot here. So Edge goes for a spear after hitting Regal, uh, but Regal pulls the ref in front of him. So Edge spears the ref. So the ref is out. Uh, it's at this point where Regal reaches into his asshole and pulls out the brass knuckles and Edge walks over to him. Regal turns around, clocks him. Edge is knocked out. Regal pins him. Ref is alive again somehow. And Regal gets the one, two, three. And a new Intercontinental Champion, William Regal. Ooh, doggy. What'd you think of this? I thought this was a really fun match. And I, I loved the storyline about uh, William Regal in the past, what, month has had three nose jobs. I think to the point where... He's going to uh, Tom's, Tom's rhinoplasty in South Park where, you know, Mr. Garrison breaks his nose and ends up looking like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I get that reference. I understood that reference. Oh. Ah, yes. Good. <laughs> and Edge, 
he's still like friggin' like dude bro matt riddle fast times at ridgemont high edge mm, yeah but being an on being an ontario boy like you know at least the people i know that were still watching wrestling at this point we're like oh let's let's go edge even, even christian I'll, I'll get to christian oh my god mm. but yeah this was a great great match between the two you know the Edge pressing A and B and No Mercy, even though William Regal wasn't in No Mercy, and you <laughs> steal you steal his fin- steal his finish, mm. and the whole the whole thing with freaking Nick Patrick trying to round third base on Regal live on pay per view. I thought that was for <laughs> the later hours of pay per view, but here we are. I think he stole third base, in my opinion. Oh no, he 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 almost uh, slid into home there. He was oh. Yeah, he, he was he was making his way there, but yeah. And freaking, I want to talk about Regal's attire here. It's like pants over like purple shorts over black trunks. What kind of look is that? <laughs> Wait, is that what he was wearing? I thought they were just like multicolored trunks. To to me, it's I I always thought it was well in in my silly mind, I thought it was that it looked like two tights, but it. I don't know. Something didn't look like it matched or it was something looked like it was over another. And it, it was even evident in that when you create that kind of attire and mm. like uh, know your role or whatever the other SmackDown games were at the time. Right. It's, Is that it's a, a, it's a layered thing. Do you have like a, a separate podcast where you go into the fashion of all the wrestlers and give them a rating? Uh, no, but I might start a Patreon show for that one. I was so. about to say that I would pay for that for sure. That's I think, that, I think that, that, that also that. might, come up on my on my only fans so <laughs> you're not allowed to plug that on here yes you can. okay i'm not Zelina vega so i can't do that <laughs> uh you support unions but uh yep so william regal uh captures the ic title here and i mean when does the intercontinental they like get rid of it at some point i think it's like late 2002 right uh yeah no mercy oh two uh kane versus triple h and the katie vick feud that's what mm, does it that's that's what it, kills it <laughs> yeah K- kane's uh so guilt-ridden from shagging a corpse today he's like all right no no intercontinental title for for you wwe then then like stone cold steve austin as the was it like the sheriff or the co-gm he'll bring it back in a sack on mm-hmm. raw in oh three Yep, back in a sack at the Intercontinental title story. Back in sack. There's a ACDC B-side for you. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, but speak. Oh God. Speaking of back in the sack, we have the women's title on the line in this next match uh, with special guest referee Jacqueline. Uh, surprised she was still around, honestly, at this point. But we have the champion. Trish Stratus versus Jazz. Jazz, who uh, made her debut at Survivor Series 2001 and really hasn't been featured up until like a few weeks before this pay-per-view, but she's definitely like a different like demographic than they uh, would typically typically uh, seek for as far as women's entertainment in the WWF. It's all, you know, I mean, just to exhibit this, they have a few weeks before this, they had a, a wet t-shirt contest. I believe it was uh, Tori versus Terry, if I remember correctly. And, you know, Jerry Lawler uh, moderated it. And he had a squirt gun with cold water in it. And he would squirt them. And then they would show their nipples. And like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? But uh, <laughs> so jazz is very different. I think she interrupted 
that wet t-shirt contest, if I remember correctly. And I think that's kind of how this kind of sparked. And she also attacked on SmackDown the week before, attacked Trish Stratus backstage, beat the shit out of her, put her hand in like one of those cases that they have, you know, they roll and has like all the equipment in it, uh, put her hand in the equipment box and smashed the lid on it. So breaking Trish's hand. So Trish comes out here with a taped up hand. Uh, but ultimately another like quick match. I mean, it's a 2002 women's match and they're, they're dipping their toes into legit wrestling at this point, but we still got a long ways to go. Uh, jazz dominates like 99% of this match. Her and Jacqueline get into an argument at some point for some reason. Uh, Trish hits the stratisfaction for a two count. Amazingly jazz hits her DDT for a two count. Lots of false finishes here. Uh, but the end comes when Jazz whips Trish into the corner. She charges Trish, but but Trish gets her boot up and hits a bulldog out of the corner for the win. Uh, yeah, like I said, we're still in a weird period for women's wrestling. But as far as the quality in this period, I, th- I thought it was it was all right. Not bad yet. Trish is still pretty green at this point in time because it wasn't until oh one that we would see her be a full-time wrestler and competitor on raw yeah like i'm I'm, right now i'm watching matches between like her and freaking terry runnels and trish stratus is barely like grazing the stratus faction like the bulldogs looking more like chris jericho's face crusher yeah (laughs) the uh the breakdown yeah she's still yeah (laughs) she's still pretty rough around the edges here and you know i hear jackie and jazz were probably wrestling uh arguing over who wrestled against men the best. Mm. Like, bitch, I wrestled Disco Inferno. Like, bitch, <laughs> I wrestled Mikey Whipwreck or some, oh, some shit like that. But It's probably true, yeah. actually. And that's basically all Jackie was doing at this point. She is competing a little bit less. Like, she stopped hanging out with uh, the APA or the Always Pounding Ass if you knew their T-shirt designs. Fashion oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> show, foul little fans. Um, that's news for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the old APA shirt, always pounding ass. So, yeah, she stopped pounding ass with the APA and then just uh, started refing women's matches. Man, I mean, how else do you transition from pounding ass? Uh, in whatever ref, uh, ref shirt, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. uh, what Jackie was wearing, which, which was just showing all sorts of plastic. I don't know what you're talking about, man. She's all... Natty, all Natty Jackies. It was what they would call her, I think. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. there it is. Got you there. <laughs> Got you there. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but yes, this match happened. Uh, but it sets the tone for the next match. We have the street fight: Vince McMahon versus Ric Flair. This I this. I can't believe this match happened. It feels like a fever dream watching this, watching this match. But uh, let me ask you this. What do you think was better? This match or Vince versus Hogan at WrestleMania 19? Oh, man. You know, that's a hard choice. I might for for the whole story and the history between the two. Mm -hmm. I got to give the edge to Hogan. And because it showed the return of like freaking Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. This yeah. match was fun, but for the for the for the history involved, yeah, Hogan. Yeah, yeah I, I actually watched that match too, like fairly recently, and I remember watching it. Like, damn, these guys are these guys are killing it out here, man. It's like it's obviously it's 
lots of shenanigans and blood and pipes and whatever. But uh, and that goes for both these those matches actually, including this one. Uh, so the backstory here is uh, so Ric Flair. I think you mentioned earlier he comes he, he debuts redebuts in the WWF as the uh, consortium that bought the stocks of Shane and Stephanie when they uh, lost their Survivor Series match. And uh, so now Vince and Rick are 50-50 partners, uh, but they have very different visions. Very, They, they clash a lot, uh, but this kind of culminates into uh, all them just kicking the shit out of each other. You know, Vince gets out there. He uh, says, if you want to beat the man, you got to beat the man. And he says, no, I'm just going to be the man. So Rick, uh, Vince has like Ric Flair's robe and he has like a, a wig and he's, he's strutting around. And then Ric Flair comes out. He's like, I listen here. Or how Ric Flair talks. And he's like, take off my goddamn robe. And that's a quote. And that's a quote. And then Vince goes to like take it off. And then he pulls out a pipe and smashes Ric Flair in the head with it. Ric Flair is busted open. He's bleeding. And that kind of sets up this street fight here. Because uh, that's what needed to happen, I guess. Also note that uh, Rick's children are here. Not Charlotte. Not Dave, but Reed and Megan are ringside. A weird, a weird choice in children to to bring. I feel like they both hated wrestling. No, isn't that what I've always heard? Reed was actually in developmental or, or trying out the indies uh, right up until he died. But right. I, isn't isn't Megan married to uh, Conrad Thompson? Yes, yes, that was my first thought too. It's, oh, it's Conrad's wife. But she hates wrestling. I've heard Conrad say that, which I can't can't blame her. But I, I'm sure it's a very weird upbringing for sure. Um, but yeah, Megan and Reed are there. They make their entrances, and Jesus Christ, Vince McMahon is jacked. Like, like it's not a, it's not like a secret at this point, but it, it it never fails to blow me away when just looking at him here in 2002, he is just shredded. It is, it is crazy. I mean, I, I will never be in that shape. That Vince McMahon, at whatever how old he is, fifty five years old or something, is here. He's still shredded. Have you seen him recently? Like that video of him doing the leg press in his gym. Oh, dude, he's he's, he's, he's still fucking ridiculous. He he. How how old is he? Like seventy seven. He's like seventy five, I think. Like seventy five, seventy six, something in that. He's that's, still that's, pu- pumping iron late at night. Like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna call someone who's trying. Hey. Hey, Biggie, I'm working out. It's three in the morning, Vince. God. <laughs> he's he's more jacked at 75 than I will ever be. But uh, so the match gets underway and it's weirdly like it starts out just like a regular wrestling match. Like you got, you know, Vince throwing some chops. You got Rick throwing chops, just just shredding Vince's chest like ground beef. Uh, but they quickly fight to the outside and then it kind of just all breaks down. Uh, Vince grabs one of the uh, signs in the aisleway that say keep off. He grabs it and smashes Rick right in the face with it. Uh, Vince then grabs a trash can from under the ring, smashes Rick in the face again, which busts Rick wide open. Uh, Vince is beating up Rick all over ringside. He brings him over. <laughs> Tough is kind of fucked up to Megan and Reed, who are front row ringside. And uh, Vince takes Megan's camera and takes a selfie with it. Now, mind you, this isn't like me taking this phone and taking a selfie. It's this big ass like, oh, goddamn pal. Like he has to use two hands and like really struggle to take one. 
which is, uh, man, that's brutal. That's brutal. Uh, they get back in the ring. <laughs> Vince is just like working the leg like a true pro, like a true wrestler. Uh, but, uh, all this to put on the figure four onto Ric Flair. But Flair reverses. Uh, Vince quickly scatters. He gets to the outside and grabs a steel pipe, the same one that he used to beat up Rick a few weeks ago. Uh, he swings the pipe at Rick, but gets low blowed by the dirtiest player in the game on the outside. Uh, they're fighting by the commentary table. Rick grabs one of the monitors and smashes Vince in the face with it, knocking him just a h- hilarious bumping by Vince throughout this entire match, by the way, just knocking him all the way over the commentary table. Vince is busted open. Rick brings him back over to his children, holds him up. I think, I think Reed like sw- swings at Vince or something. Um, Rick kind of just throws Vince back in the ring like trash, punches him a bunch, gives him a low blow with his like a mule kick low blow, hits him with a pipe, locks in the figure four. Vince taps out. Ric Flair beats Vince McMahon in a sh- in a bloody bloody street fight. Man, I'm gonna tell you what, this was entertaining as hell for me. Oh, I had a lot of fun with this one and. The one, the one line that really stuck with me in the lead up to this was, uh, I love ruining lives. It, it, it turns me on. That makes so much sense. Like WWE has come to the release with these 25 people. You see the best in the future endeavors. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that. This, it, you saying it turns me on and just have that on a loop on social media. That'll be the promotion for the show. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. That'll get people and- to not tune in. Oh yeah, and you know, Rick, and Ric Flair laying pipe in this match would really get okay. people to tune in too. And I, I thought there was there was a plant here, but that's with Flair's feud with the Undertaker. So I'm only going to say there's a plant from Ring of Honor in that feud where he punches a fan. I'm not going to say that because I mixed my feuds up. But mm-hmm. yeah, we had Flair just you know he'll walk two feet and then and then blade. And I, I made <laughs> that old camera. Like, see, around this time, I would have been in 12th grade. So I was taking photography, but I was also taking digital. And hmm. we were using cameras that were like the size of like a, my friggin' books over here. And that took 3.5 discs. Yes, folks, I am aging myself. What here. is a disc, sir? Uh, the save icon on Microsoft Word. Oh, is that like an app? It's a 3D printer thing. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You're she, kids. Oh, yeah. Back in my day. It were, it were, back in my day, it reminded me of those things because they were so effing huge. Yeah. The the classic low blow. And I used to absolutely, for some reason or another, despise Ric Flair. Really? At this point, too? Uh, I wasn't a fan of him at this point, but I got a picture. But... Eventually, uh, I got over it, and I I met him at uh, Comic Con in Niagara Falls about maybe four or five years ago. Now it was right after he had that health scare, so it was a miracle he was mm. even there. Wow! You know, same time I met Big Show Trish and Lita as well. So it was a, it was a hell of a week. Yeah, what a crew! <laughs> what a crew! It's a, it's a real uh, killer's row of of uh, Hall of Famers, and yeah. Yeah, see, seeing Reed Flair there was just weird, you know, given, you know, the end of his life and all that. It's right. really unfortunate. And I thought it was Charlotte because Megan looks a lot like Ashley. It's 
Mm-hmm. It's 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 almost uncanny, like the, but yeah, yeah. The 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 amount of bleeding in this match because it's it's Ric Flair. So. Yeah, I mean, what else is he gonna do? It's Vince Man Vince McMahon versus Ric Flair. They're not gonna have a catch as catch can twenty minute classic out there, I guess. So they uh, you know, they use their time efficiently. I guess you could say. It kept the crowd going. It was great. It was fun. Crowd was into it. They're pretty much more into this than any other match thus far. So can't fault him for that. But um, craziness, craziness, this match. But backstage afterwards, uh, this this killed me. So Lillian is interviewing Nick Patrick, the referee. This is the referee that was refing uh, Regal versus Edge and did not catch Regal's brass knucks. Uh, so Lillian is interviewing Nick Patrick and she basically says, have you had a chance to review the tape of the, the intercontinental title match? And Nick Patrick does this. Like a fucking forties TV show rubs his chin like a, like a film noir TV show. Just, Hmm, I wonder. And then stone cold just walks behind him. Does the whole what thing. This is we're deep into what? What like that? We're 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 heavy wedding in January of two thousand two. <laughs> I I I've never heard of that. I've never yeah, heard of that what TV, TV? show. Me, that's all it is. It's just like sixty minutes of what and Austin versus Benoit and Angle. <laughs> Man, I need to go find that. You you sold me on it. That's all you need to say to sell me on it. Uh, what do you think of Stone Cold here? Because what what. You know, in your timeline, you're you're pretty Stone Cold's kind of running hot. Like he's in he's in his heel run. He he's a prominent he's like the prominent figure on TV. But almost it's like in January of 2002, he kind of feels like an afterthought in some ways. In a way, like I th- I think this the whole what thing is is very pandering. But you know, Stone Cold's probably like he, no he no he is he's in my top five all time. Probably number three, right mm-hmm. after Brett and Owen. Uh, yeah, he's I've I've always loved Austin, even in his heel run. Like it was so hard for me to boo him because he's like, oh, hell yeah, I'm still a beer swelling, you know, ass kicking redneck here. And the, the what thing as annoying as it is today? Well, we just had crowds come back. So I gave them raw. I gave them Smackdown like, OK, get it out mm-hmm. of your system because I've missed audience participation instead of watching raw in front of a bunch of freaking Zordon screens Oof. every week. Yikes. It, it was pretty, it, it was funny when, when Bailey and Alexa did all their screens. That was fun. <laughs> that's all. That's all it gave us. Those screens. That, that, that it was. It took part in the Thunderdome a few times. It was, eh, it, it was just like what we're doing right now. Someone's in my ear saying, Hey, cheer for like boo retribution. No, I'm yeah. a cheer. Thank you. <laughs> Mustafa. God, but yeah, stone cold here. Just, and the thing that follows this is uh, the best use of whatever with, you know, Stephanie McMahon mm-hmm. is talking trash. You're like, my husband, Triple H, just going off. And it's like, doot, doot, doot. Unbeknownst, you see just Stone Cold saunters in. Mm-hmm. And then you hear, what, what, what? I've got 29 <laughs> people. What? Triple H? What? This and that. Then just wanting until she just and leaves. Mm-hmm. Cole was corpsing hard here. Like he, you could tell he was just gonna bust a freaking <laughs> gut. It's it's a way to get the thing, but 
his act was starting to wear a little thin. So I think mm-hmm. this whole deal was something to try to freshen up a little bit. We It wouldn't be much longer than this that, you know, Stone Cold would take his ball and go home for eight months. Right. And then and then after that, have like two matches and retire. It's man. Yeah. We're, sa- we're sadly in, we're in the end of that era. And that that was a hard one to let go of because Stone Cold. I mean, I told you he's one of my faves. That's that's crazy when you really put it that way. Like he only has a few more matches in him at this point, which is, uh, yeah, really. Unf- and by the way, you brought up Stephanie McMahon. I'm going to tell you one thing that drives me fucking insane is when Stephanie or anybody else that's like a spouse of a wrestler. I hate it when Stephanie calls Triple H, Triple H. Yes. Like, <laughs> what you wouldn't call your husband his wrestling name. You would call him Hunter, at least. You don't have to call him Paul, but call him Hunter. And like Deborah would do the same thing. She would always call Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Just call him Steve. Call him fucking Steve. It's easy. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to brand it. We understand who Steve is. <laughs> Ugh. A lot of things about Stephanie drive me crazy, to be fair, including her crimped hair. <laughs> oh, jeez. That that was a, we we had the same thought. That was a, that was a look. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, something very 2002, if nothing else. Uh, uh, then my, speaking of 2002, Michael Cole's frosted tips. Hey, I also had frosted tips at one point. Gee, what year was it? It might have been 2002 because I was probably like in middle of school. It might have been 2002. I might have had frosted tips at this point somewhere in time. So I can't I can't beat them up too much. NSYNC was cool. OK, I loved yep. NSYNC. They still are. I was they dating st- a girl who was infatuated with the band and went and saw them in concert. So I get it. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I wish I could have. But uh, speaking of NSYNC, we got a boy band member, Chris Jericho, the undisputed champion, defending his titles against The Rock. Jericho versus Rock. So this is their uh, their third big time pay-per-view match, world title match at this point. Because they had uh they had one at No Mercy, two thousand one. They had one at Survivor or uh, Vengeance, two thousand one, and now they've had this one. This one's probably my favorite of the three, although they're all pretty solid. So this match is pretty methodical and kind of slow paced in the beginning, but it kind of builds on itself. Uh, Jericho ends up taking one of the turnbuckle pads off at some point behind the ref's back, which I didn't catch the first time I watched this, but I went back and I was like, when did he take it off? Because it comes into play in the end. Uh, Jericho at one point hits two consecutive lion salts, but only for a two count, which is a, a weird, weird, weird thing. I guess he, he, if he hit the breakdown once, he would have beat him, as is, is the story I got from that. Rock locks in the sharpshooter at some point, and uh, Jericho's about to tap out, but these goddamn Canadians come out. Ugh, blame Canada. Lance Please Storm. stand for the national anthem. Uh, <laughs> if I could be, hey, hey, if I could be serious for a minute. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like kind of planting seeds for the un-Americans here, I guess. Lance Storm and Christian come out because they're in cahoots with Jericho because Canada. And uh, Lance Storm gets on the apron. He distracts the ref as Jericho is tapping to the rock sharpshooter. Christian, on the other side of the ring, grabs his European title. Because that's still a thing at this point. He grabs his European title, swings it at Rock, but Rock ducks, tosses Christian out, 
knocks off Lance Storm from the apron. Uh, but then Jericho capitalizes on this distraction by, with a rock bottom onto the rock. Uh, Jericho then goes for the people's elbow to further rub salt in the, in the wound. But uh, as Jericho bounces off the ropes, the rock kips up and tosses him to the outside. Uh, and this is where there's a lot of hullabaloo around like the commentary tables and stuff. Um, rock or Jericho tries to rock bottom rock through one of the tables, but then Jericho gets countered and the rock rock bottoms them off the Spanish announce table onto or through the English announce table. But they fight back into the ring. Eventually Jericho ends up coming back and locks in the walls of Jericho uh, for a pretty long, uh, pretty long submission hold here. But then the rock eventually gets to the ropes. Uh, rock goes for a flying forearm at some point, but accidentally hits Earl Hebner. Ref is out. I don't know how many ref bumps we've had already, but uh, Jericho waves in Nick Patrick to fill in Earl Hebner's spot. But uh, the rock counters rock hits a DDT on the Jericho. But Nick Patrick, that damn Nick Patrick, that crooked ref Nicky, doesn't want to make the count, and he gets the rock bottom, as he should. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you think was going to happen? Uh, rock hits the spine buster on the Jericho, followed by the people's elbow. Uh, but there's no ref to make the count, because we beat the shit out of all of them. Uh, Jericho hits a low blow on the rock. And then he takes the rock and runs him face first into the exposed turnbuckle and then rolls him up, puts his feet on the ropes. Earl Hebner is back alive, makes the count. Jericho wins using every single heel trope that there is in existence in wrestling. But that aside, I was I was pretty entertained by this match. Used all of the heel tropes all at once in one of the yes. most unnecessarily convoluted endings of all time. But if you're going to beat The Rock, you're going to need just about every move you can think of. And, oh, yeah, The Rock here, he just has a PhD in trash talk from the University of Miami. I don't know what his actual degree is, but it's probably that. I think it's in um, uh, jabroni, or it's it's in knowing your role and shutting your mouth, I think, is what his or bachelor's it's, is in. Maybe it's uh, maybe with a minor in poontang pie. Who knows? Oh, okay. Yeah, I have one of those, too. It's really coming. Oh, uh, yes. And, and The Rock here has uh, the, the worst sharpshooter this side of Texas. And I'm using this as a Canadian. Like, uh, mm. we're very particular about our sharpshooters, you know, unless you're yeah. affiliated with the hearts or your sting or the guy that sting stole it from. And yes, uh, Lance Storm <laughs> and Christian here. Uh, the invasion is over, but they're still like, convoluted in some in some way or aligned in some way so it it has to be the un-americans they're i think they're, they're just canadian it's, i think it, that's it's the story because, here yeah it's it's team canada without you know our flag on a hockey stick with scott demore out there oh god <laughs> uh, I, I i love that shit by the way like oh oh that'll be the episode I, I, after this one so can't ooh, keep okay. tuned in uh listen every week so you damn know i will <laughs> lots of canada in, in a short span of time Oh yes, Nick. This Nick Patrick. Even where I am, he like he'll he's counting one, two in like a WCW title match against what Kurt Angle or something, mm-hmm. and then he's like, ah, oh, I have a cramp. And <laughs> I don't even think he does be, that. He just like doesn't count. Or you're talking about Earl Hebner, right? Oh no, we're talking Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick. Yeah, he just he just kind of just. I don't feel like counting. 
Like, why? Even if you play, uh, like, a, in this time, if you played uh, uh, whatever SmackDown game was out in the systems at one point mm-hmm. in time, if Nick, if you select Nick Patrick as your ref, because you can do that, he'll he'll count slow. I, like, oh, I, I, really I, could, I, I could go off on an hour about Nick Patrick's stupid pin cadence. The Like, oh, put some enthusiasm into it, Nick, please. I, I mean, at least Aubrey things up a little bit and not take shit. Like, you know, take <laughs> take friggin Jericho into the was it like the penalty? I, I don't watch football uh, unless <laughs> other than the Super Bowl, but taking Chris Jericho in for a challenge during this stampede match and mm-hmm. just get, yeah, do, do that. Just I'll take Aubrey Edwards. I'll even take goofy ass. Uh, what's his name? The bald, the bald one. Bryce Remsburg. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't stand Bryce Remsburg, dude. That dude is like a cartoon character. A, a lot of the like referees down there, they're, they're too gimmicked, but yeah. I get, I get the appeal, you know, Aubrey's, She's a household name, thanks yeah. to All Elite Wrestling. And speaking of a household name here, oh, Shawn Michaels at at uh, yeah. WWE. Oh, it was still called WWE New York at this point. WWF New York, but yeah, yeah, same thing. We we had one. Uh, we actually had a WWF store in Canada in Niagara Falls, just called WWF Niagara I've, Falls. I've been there. I have a picture there, next to a, like a Hulk Hogan like cutout. I had a picture with I I looked at the undisputed title and I'm like I'm gonna take a picture with this. Walked out with a Captain Charisma shirt mm-hmm. and a Kurt Angle shirt, and they're both just long gone because they just got destroyed at not the old jobs I had. But yeah, it, it was good. Yeah, but Shawn Michaels, I think well, this was around the time he got saved. Yeah. Can you tell me what state Shawn Michaels is from? It was pretty unclear watching this show. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma? I think it was either that or Maine. It was one of those two. I, <laughs> I had a big Oklahoma, New Mexico vibe out of him. Mm. Uh, it, 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 that big star, you're, you're missing about 49 other stars there, bud. Right. Um, There's only one that uh, matters. Am I right or am I wrong, fellas? Or, or maybe he was a big Lone Star fan. I'm already there. Oh, the restaurant? I love Lone Star. Got good tater bands. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Shawn Michaels is at WWF New York wearing a uh, Texas flag shirt and a cowboy hat. Are you saying he got saved because he's in cowboy hat phase? Uh, sure. That, that, <laughs> that could be that. <laughs> I mean, it's probably is a good correlation there, I think. I mean, I, I do I do have his uh, wrestling for my life, which is basically his big autobiography, but in like Christianese devotional form. Uh huh. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah I I didn't mention that I am one, but you know I've been swearing, but who whatever. So how dare you, sir? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna get out, and they're gonna fire you, or whatever they do there, send you to hell. Uh, excommunicate. I haven't been in the ministry in ten years, so there you go. What about the ministry of darkness? Have you been there? Uh, yes. Oh, so Char- you got- Char- charter members since day one. Yeah. That, oh, that's that explains that explains it. Son of a bitch. Just save me money on therapy there. <laughs> anytime, anytime. But so Sean's here, and they're basically asking him, "Hey, who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble?" And then Sean's like, "Well, Undertaker and Stone Cold are from Texas, so I'm going to go with either of them." And then knows the thing, but 
as silly as it is, he did not say Triple H, which is a, uh, a strange thing. And I'm wondering if they're kind of planting seeds early for, uh, you know, later half of 2002 here. Oh, he very well could be. Uh, he was looking a little better than the, the last time we saw Michaels on TV, I think was, it might've been Rumble 01, or it might've been just after that. And, and Jim Ross mm-hmm. is just, you know, like, oh, well, we wish you were here, Sean. It, you, you could tell there was just pain like in JR's voice because Sean was like in 01, he was not well. Right. Like he was yeah, for sure. full on in his, in his issues. And around this point, he was looking better and he seemed like himself, but you didn't really notice that until God, well, he was the end of, I forgot he was a member of the NWO, <laughs> but you don't see that pep in his step until he gets that feud with triple H. Yeah. And, but that one, once that happens though, man, it's like the best stuff of his career was after that, which is insane when you really think about it. Big time. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, that brings us to what everybody paid money to see. So you are using the network, correct? Um, let's just say I am <laughs> the network. The um, network. Yeah. The, it totally works on my PS4 in Canada. <laughs> I I'm not I, I just have like uh right now I'm looking at Undertaker's I'm looking at Undertaker's face right now. It's as at the very end okay, of I can, the thing. I can skip there. So on Peacock, it is 12911. Again, the timestamp on Peacock is 12911. Uh, if you're on the network, it, it probably isn't the same, uh, but just go to the end of the video package when Undertaker is staring at you for reference. Yeah, he's, he's 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 kind of looking right at hard cam right now. So it, okay, if there's there a couple yep, of seconds there. So, OK. All right. On um on three, I'll hit play. Well, we'll both hit play. All right. I'll, I'll say one, two, three, play. And then on play, you hit play. You ready? Mm hmm. I'm excited. All right. One, two, three, play. Okay, now, now look at that. You see that sign? Some Jew guy. <laughs> Dude, there's some signs out there. There's one that's like, not on this show, but it was like Hulk Hogan has AIDS or something. Or Roman wank. Romans are wank pheasant. That's my favorite of all time. <laughs> okay, there, there, here's the rules for... The Fink. Oh, Fink. Oh, God rest. God bless him. I think I'll. Uh, Fink, the, Fink the was best. the man. The, the best. His voice is like so synonymous with like that golden era of wrestling. I've only been to two house shows like ever mm-hmm. in WWE. One of, one of them was four days after the Montreal Screwdog job. Really? That That's a story in and of itself. Uh one of Crush's last matches in the company, actually. Oh. Big oh Keish, boy. Rikishi number one. Yeah. Th- this this rumble to me was so weird, but the build the build for this was fucking stupid because you had you're building around four returns, but you build it around okay, look, Mr. Perfect's gonna be here, Keish is gonna be here, Val Venus is gonna be here, and uh the Godfather. Like, why would you say that outright and not yeah. As a like, because every year we have the obligatory surprise entrant. You know, one year it's Edge or it's Christian or every freaking year it's the Hurricane. 
Yeah. Well, I'll say this because I, I had the same thought too. Um, but I feel like at this point, we're not like people aren't ingrained to expect returns necessarily at the Royal Rumble. I think that's like a more modern thing. So I'm almost wondering if they're meant to, as we got Goldust here returning, number two. Oh, speaking of surprises, and there, there's a line of, I'll wait for JR's line here. I'm like, I can answer his question, but. And a lot of people weren't reading the dirt sheets at this point in time. Like up here, yeah. We, are you aware of live audio wrestling? The law. I am not. Oh well, they were. It was Dan the Math, the Mount Floransky, <clears throat> and I think Jason Agnew. I, I might be getting their names mixed up. These but sound like made up names. There, there probably are. <laughs> and yeah, it was a late, like, late night every Saturday at like what midnight on Canadian. Uh, with the fan 590 it's a canadian radio station up here you'd hear the, mm. the leafs and the blue jays games and all that and they had a wrestling talk show and that that was our dirt sheet because no one mm. knew what like bodyslam.net was you know saying that cm punk and daniel bryan have signed and all that yeah yeah and and jr's just like i can only shudder to think what goldust has been up to since leaving the wwe <laughs> some time ago well let's see he was seven for one night and he's just been mouth fucking Ahmed Johnson ever since, or whatever that storyline was. Oh yeah, oh the Intercontinental Title, King of the Ring '96. Yep, that was, uh, the, that was the gist of the storyline, right? Uh, that was. He gave me mouth to mouth. He tried to save my life. You bastard! <laughs> yeah, he, so he, he got he got knocked the f out by what Owen Hart's cast or something. Mm. Yeah, that, Owen Hart cosplaying as like Bob Orton with his ass for like ten months. Oh, that's fun. It was uh, that was very very good, and now we got Goldie and Keish. This this is an interesting match. Yeah, so we're like uh, so at some point, some somewhat soon, Booker T and Goldust link up and have one of the most legendary teams of all time. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. What does Goldust do? He's like crawling. He's uh, like mind. Game. He looks like Alexa Bliss walking around there, all crouched. Oh, uh, except that he won't be standing on. He'll be standing on the rope for the next twenty minutes, standing yeah. still. <laughs> Rikishi is moist. That man is just a butterball. He's America's moist wanted. <laughs> yeah, Rikishi's like uh, they figured out that heel turn didn't work. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad uh, he, man. Bad. Yeah, heel turn, bad man, and nothing's nothing says heel. Like r- rubbing one's ass crack right in your face, <laughs> but like in the in the build up or, up to this, they or like here, back up. or slapping your cheeks and starting to there sit on them. Goldust probably would like it though, right? That's what the commentators want you to think. Uh, he would uh, try to do uh, resuscitation on the ass. Res- resuscitation on the ass. Ass to mouth resuscitation. Never <laughs> go ass to mouth. That might be the the episode title here. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Oh, right in the Rikishi penis from Goldust. Oh, this is where uh, Christian Markle of WWE Sins would say, Goldust is a dick to Rikishi's fatus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you, that. YouTuber. He's from up here. He's a he's a hell of a dude. <laughs> oh, man. Is Goldust he's, gonna... Oh, nope. Goldust hangs on. He's Well, that's not skinning the cat. That's, that's something else. Foreskinning the cat. Foresk- oh, yes. Ooh. Yeah, I think we're I think we're pretty synced here because yeah, because Goldust is on the apron right now and Keish yep. is decking him. Yeah, uh, we're, we're fine. That uh, yeah, that'll do. 
if, if I like no move, spoilers here. No, because if I move my PlayStation controller, I'll jump ahead to something else. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Here we go. No oh, man, who's four, next? Three, two. I think I know because I was watching this the other night when I was asleep. Mm-hmm. Ah, one of the last appearances. Not the big boss man. The boss man. <laughs> or just boss man. Oh yeah, boss man. A weird. That's uh, like what? I see. Like, it's boss time. It's boss. Because <laughs> this, this is an era I'm not familiar with, as I've said a bunch of times, but like I did not know boss man was here during this he, period. He, he very much was. I think he he, he just came back from yeah, I don't he, know, either an in- injury or just being an OVW or just being off. Like he, he was not there for the invasion at all because you had you could have had like the freaking guardian angel as a member of the right. alliance coming out there in his fedora. Or, or Big Bubba or Rogers, or what else was he? I mean, oh, wait, uh, I was going to say he's the Zodiac, but nope, that's uh, <laughs> that's a that's someone beefcake. that's someone else. That's Bruce who I also met, who I met like the same day I met Flair. It was wild. Really? Yeah, and even before that, like I've, I, I, I always used to go to Niagara Comic Con every year, mm-hmm. and yeah, like the Genius was there one year. Uh, like I met Doc Brown in wait with the DeLorean. <laughs> that's like. He has to have the DeLorean with him. Oh yeah, like this I'm, I'm looking at a picture of me right now, like crouched in front of the DeLorean with Christopher Lloyd just <laughs> sitting there with the door open. So we got Gold Dust and Boss Man trying to get out Rikishi. I have a feeling none of these blokes are going to win this match. Uh there, uh, there, there's someone coming up here who just won like this, uh, this game show. I think he's got a good shot. Hmm. Yeah, I've I've only seen this Rumble match once in my life, so I'm very I obviously know who wins. I know who the final two are, and I know one spot that happens in this match with uh, main event Maven, but uh, otherwise I'm completely in the dark. Oh uh, yeah, that's what happens here. I, I I every year around you know January time I like to just to watch a good chunk of like just the Rumble matches, just just yeah. for shits. Like this is something I would have on in the background, like. Uh, when I'm, you know, getting ready for bed and I'm just laying down, I'm yeah, drifting yeah. away to sleep. And the next thing I know, I see uh, Bradshaw in the ring. Bradshaw number four. Uh, Im- imagine this. Yeah. But imagine like this Bradshaw main eventing the SmackDown title scene. Yeah. <laughs> I often think I, I that. It's like, man, I would honestly like that because uh, I'm going to have a really, really hot take here. But uh, in my mind, JBL is one of the worst character transformations in wrestling history. Really? Why do you say that? Well, to see to see what he went from to get to that to uh, to go from beer drinking, card playing, to Ted DiBiase. No offense to Ted DiBiase, I freaking love that guy. Yeah. But yet, it was just the oh, there there's there's them cheeks, ass to mouth, and poor boss man. You think you never go ass to mouth? (laughs) Yeah, Clerks Three is in production right now, and I couldn't be happier. So. I'm, oh, I'm a big man. Kevin Smith fan. Big fan. Yeah, I'm not, not, a, not much of Tusk, but more of things like uh, Clerks and, uh, you know, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. Oh, yeah. And the, the whole, and I like the line, uh, who, is, who is it that said Pete? Oh, Pete Rose said that Rikishi uses Aqua Velva on his ass. <laughs> As he eliminates Boss Man. Yeah. Poor and now he comes Brad, Bradshaw. Oh, some. Just the uh, Ooh, loosest Samoan drop. Samoan drop ever. He literally just tossed that man. He uh, said, he, he "See just, ya." He, he just yeets him. 
But you know, yeah. on, on Bradshaw here, like I would have liked. Well, you you know who Stan Stan Hansen was, yeah. right? Right. I think that that kind of gimmick could have worked, like maybe against like Eddie Guerrero, like during their whole. See, I think know, maybe. But he did. He, that basically is what he was when he debuted. But I guess with with some name identity, it kind of it may have been more successful. Oh That's yeah. But I, I, I like I, to see a run personally. I just, I just. Oh, if I can be serious for a minute. Lance Storm coming one of out here. My absolute. Okay. One of my absolute favorites. Like not only Canadians, but just just ever. Yeah. I feel well, like that's a Canadian law. You have to love Lance Storm. Oh, you you can love just about just about anyone from Canada. There might be uh, a couple of, of exceptions right. d- down the line, but uh, no, uh, up here, like we got, uh, was it ECW on TNN around 99, just near the end. Yeah. And they, they kept fucking with uh, the time, like the time frame of the, sh- when it would come out. But last storm was on like the impact players with just with uh, your buddy, just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> during that run and that, that's that's when i discovered this guy and then when i realized he was uh you know well who didn't train in the heart dungeon back then uh-huh like i guess everyone who's in this ring right now probably went to the heart dungeon for like at least a night to get that too hot he's just gonna hey, hey, hey let me touch your still your shoulder stretch it just a little bit it's too hard it's too hard to dial in the hell uh, uh yeah i'm dialing in from the Beyond the grave, Kyle, I'm gonna uh, stretch you. <laughs> you know, I would ask you to do the rest of it like Stu Hart, but I'd prefer you no, didn't, to be honest. I'm gonna no, be honest. That's, uh, well, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I, it makes my nipples <laughs> turgid when I when you do that. Ooh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll use that one as my next pickup. There it is. You can't lose with that one. Nah, no, Stu Hart and Vince impressions. They're uh, they're hard. They're hard on the old throat. I. I'm usually always uh, hydrated <laughs> during my shows. You hydrate just for those impressions. What is up with that? Oh, yeah, because I break out in those impressions like every week. <laughs> uh, we got three, two, one. Who do we got next? Glitter just all over the ring. Oh, oh everybody wants some head. Wow. Al Snow. He wasn't an advertised. Uh, rich. I guess he, he's been like with uh, Tough Enough. So he's been off TV. Yeah. Maybe he's been on like Heat or something, but nobody watched. Yeah, he's probably been on uh, uh, Heat at this point. Uh, it was on MTV. Okay, here we go. Close line from. Oh, jeez. I think you're That's like a, a second. Ahead gold of me. us for no reason. Just swoops him with a fucking knee drop. What a douche. <laughs> <laughs> and you get super kicked. That's uh, what you I, get. Yeah, I love the controlled chaos here, but there, there's one thing else. No, like, he he doesn't get it, but. I would mark out if he brought out his. Do you remember in hardcore matches when Al Snow used to break out bowling, bowling balls? Bowling balls. Yep. Do the seven ten split like he did that at uh, 01 Rumble. Yeah, that's that's my favorite Rumble. That's the Rumble where I could pretty much recite you the entire thing. Oh, I yeah. From uh, my my celebrity look like Drew Carey to to everything. <laughs> hey, this worst no. one. No, I I get. Well, no, I get Drew Carey. I I used to at this point I would get like, oh, you look like Crash Holly. <laughs> or I would get, and although I think the show at this point in time, speaking of 2002, had just debuted, but the Trailer Park Boys mm. and and uh, Bubbles, you know, adult ain't no place for a kitty, Ricky. Is that yeah, Trailer Park Boys or is that Scooby Doo? That might be why I'm growing a beard. Uh, that the two are not related. I'm not sure. <laughs> Better I've just been too lazy to shave because I, you know, I work almost every day. 
<laughs> don't worry, I'll Photoshop you you in a nice beard. Oh uh, yeah, uh, don't don't go Duck Dynasty. You can go just a little bit less than that. Maybe mm, like Jim Neidhart. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's everybody's yeah, goal after all. Oh yeah, I wanted <laughs> to get his goatee, but I get like an inch off here and be like, nope, snip. Mm. <laughs> oh, speaking of Shoguns, Ooh, look oh, so not yet. This is uh, I've got it all. Oh shit, it is. Yeah, uh, the, the the same freaking. It's the mentality, it though. I don't know if it was the same dude or lady that sang, you know, I'm an ass man, but oh, yeah. The, the whole thing with Billy Gunn not being called the ass man. Are you aware of that, of, of how that all wound up? Not being called the ass man? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, I think, well, for for kayfabe reasons, it was uh, a feud with the right to censor. Right. Yeah, so... Um, I'm actually following that story along. Uh, oh, you're saying the right to censor? You, you're saying they made him not be called the ass man anymore? Basically. That I believe you. I'm. I, I oh, probably yeah. black. You know, turn that out of my oh, memory. Super. But. Nope. We have a uh, dueling super kicks here, uh, Lance. Yeah, but it, it was it was that whole. Oh, he's gone. Oh, poor Lance. Uh but the who is it? Cultaholic. They do a, a classic SmackDown review every week. They, they they're basically the reason I do like my retro stuff. Yeah, it's got uh, Tom Campbell and Matthew from Botchamania. Wow, it, it's oh, they're fun. It'll be like you know this week in the UK charts. Uh, uh, what what was it? Insert what whatever this song by Spice Girls like during their. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Post, I'm gonna be honest. I'm post, not familiar. Okay, they're post Spice World or like what lies beneath and then they mm. insert video game reference sonic adventure 2 on the dreamcast and mm, all sorry. the yeah, they just <laughs> they just do all the references like they're they're hilarious and nerdy you know like that's why i love them but they just finished off that and it was literally like being called the ass man is morally reprehensible and he lost the match and he's, now he's the one he's not wrong i mean that <laughs> There was a period where he was just Mr. Ass, like he was not oh. Billy Gunn. Oh, here comes the dead man. Dead man ain't. Oh, man. Friggin' royal, royalty-free Limp Biscuit. Yeah, I, I'm gutted. I don't have Limp Biscuit on, on this version. Oh, really? That's yeah, it's just... Sucks for you. Jim Johnson, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, like, kind of really... Yeah, this was the odd period of time where... <laughs> Down uh, okay, I'm saying the D word downloads and we're cut. Uh <laughs> like cuts of the show that you find don't have Limp Biscuit because there mm -hmm. was a I don't know, a suit or something going on for a while, but then the network came along and yeah. It's it's odd because like I, I always reference you every week. I see an X Pac match, but yeah, Uncle yeah. Cracker was only on the paper was only on pay-per-view, not on Raw. Yeah, Chuck I noticed Slam that too. Oh, choke slams gold dust out of the ring. Poor gold dust. Oh, man, that's that's revenge from their final curtain match. <laughs> He's still bent up about it, you think? Oh, yeah. No, no, no that's a that's a storyline. Like if you're looking for one to go back to is like 96, because I, I was casually watching like 94. It would be you know, my dad and I watching every Saturday, like Doink the Clown and Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, go, and Al and like Al Snow as uh, what was he? Shinobi and Avatar. Leaf, Leaf Cassidy. Leaf, so. yeah, that that was like peak when I got 
fully in was like 96, 97. Oh, Rikishi's got, gone. Rikishi's gone. He's not making a difference anymore here. Undertaker That's has a, literally eliminated everybody. There goes Billy. Yep. He, he needed Rik- Chuck. Yeah, Rikishi not making a difference for too. That's a deep new generation cut right there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Undertaker. Oh, buzz cut Undertaker. I totally forgot about I, this. I absolutely love this Undertaker. Heel Undertaker, just a dick. Buzz cut. I think I think his heel run rules, even though it's kind of Hard- short-lived, I think. Yeah. Like hardcore champion. Yeah, I think he's hardcore champion at this point. Uh, maybe, but unless he lost it to. Oh. Oh, and what? so this is one of the Hardys, I guess. Uh, is Matt. that Je- Matt? There's so Matt there's, and Lita. So this is the whole thing. So the Hardys had a feud against each other, and it wasn't that great. So basically, Undertaker just destroyed all of them. Well, he destroyed Jeff and Lita first, and this caused Matt to have some sympathy for them. So now I guess they're pretty much just back together. That never happened. That that Vengeance 2001, that match, that never happened. Neither did WrestleMania 25. Nope. <laughs> you, you, kill, you kill my dog, Matt Hardy. Hey, that was a little bit better. Oh, right Fit, in the beams. Oh, Taker goes to chokeslam Lita, but gets walloped in the, the little Undertaker. JR, that was not the twist of fate. That was barely the shake rattle and roll. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of a, it was a twist. Uh, a twist of seven. Fate. Huh? Not, not right. much fate though. Yeah. Maybe a twist of fart. Who knows? There it is. Yeah. So, and the so, uh, good old. Oh no, we're we're not at V one yet. Oh no! Right now, Matt is trying to get his revenge for uh, Taker because he took out Matt Hardy eventually too with a a steel chair to the throat. One of those deals. Oh, that, the pilmanizing the throat deal. Yep. So this is uh, and he's been off TV for a while. So this is his and, return. Yeah, they they both have been. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming we'll see Jeff here probably next. Honestly, if I had to, if I had to guess, I I, I think he is next. Have Lita then, out there. Yeah, Lita yeah, doing uh yeah the the brief Team Extreme reunion right up until the the brand split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were apart. Now they're back together, and then then it's V one nah. Uh, shout out to V one from OSW Review. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. I mean that classic under that ladder match with Jeff Hardy and Undertaker coming up here in a few months. Oh, yeah, I mean, so good. I uh, with with my I'm still gonna be doing like uh, 20 years ago stuff <laughs> next year, but I'm gonna be switching off to SmackDown because yeah. I didn't watch any SmackDown from like O2 because I I didn't get the channel it was on honestly. Oh really? So I I would love to get like you know Orton's debut, uh, Cena's debut. Uh, here comes Jeff. There it is. What are the odds? Yeah. Jeff yeah, Hardy. That, Jeff Hardy right in a hat. This is hat like, Jeff Hardy, hat, yes. Hat, oh yeah. Hat Jeff Hardy. And then like something that uh, Jim Ross would give out about, much like Billy Gunn. Like, oh, how can a man wrestle in earwings? Earwings, <laughs> sassafras. Oh, here we go. Full reunion. Oh, Team Extreme. All three of them are ganging up oh, on Undertaker. Oh, man. it's it's. Uh, one, one of the refs is pulling in Lita, but is, there's warm, no disqualification, right? It just warms the cockles of your heart. Last year, we had bowling balls and trash cans in the Royal Rumble. And Drew Carey. And Drew Carey. I mean, anything's possible. So why do we have to get rid of Lita? Yeah. We, we did have the reigning defending WCW hardcore champion, too. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. Taker's, uh, he's dominating. This whole deal, 
I remember like almost everything leading up to this because, well, spoiler alert, WrestleMania 18 is in Toronto. Right, right. And that's like, uh, I grew up like, what, maybe two hours from the city, like small town. Mm-hmm. I tried so hard to get tickets to that show and entered like every contest there was. Cause I go on, I wanted to see like, you know, the Hardy Boys and Taker and Swanton. I, I, I never got, got to go. Like, I, like, it was just, uh, finally I gave up. And like, one of my <laughs> teachers would rub it in my face for the rest of my high school career. Ah, uh, Mrs. Deservedly Hall, shout out. So. Oh, deservedly so. Yeah. Like, every radio contest. And, uh, and, Around this time, I was nearing the oh, end of my man. relationship with my uh, my high school sweetheart. Uh huh. You know, we were together for like well, 16, 17, 18 months, something like that. And she was a big wrestling mark too. Yeah. And WrestleMania eighteen was on her birthday, so like, what better present? Oh man, yeah, it was no. meant to be. It and like speaking it. of presents, last ride. Last ride. Uh, just the crumple physics on Matt Hardy. He's, <laughs> as he goes crumple down, he's physics. just like, he's he's like a. Yeah, a fighter in like Tekken getting KO'd. Out he goes. <laughs> and Jeff got eliminated earlier after uh, yeah. Taker caught him from the poetry in motion, tossed him out, gave that, a last ride a- to Matt Hardy, tossed him out like a sack of potatoes. Uh, now who do we got? Wicked spot. I think it's. Uh... Oh. oh. There it is. Main event <laughs> Maven. <laughs> oh, man. R.A. Era Podcast's favorite. Shout Maven. out, Dave. Uh, big, sexy, and Michael. <laughs> they got a man. So Maven, does he have? I can't tell if this is like if the music's copyrighted or if it's just like a it, instrumental it version is. of it. Is it this? It's an it's it's legally distinct entrance theme number sixty nine. God damn it, man! What Maven has no value then? Okay, Lita gets no, knocked I, off the apron. I, I can't think of who did his theme but it was like uh it was all hardy's back in their peak uh, about getting eliminated here we go behind the stars uh yeah, yeah. I, oh mercy mercy drive there's a wow really that, yeah that's who uh sung randy orton's first theme song hey yeah uh hot take hey nothing you can say better than voices Oh, drop kick and oh, there he goes. Oh, you've done it now. Maven drop kicks Undertaker over the top. Oh, Taker's not happy. He he's he's a bit teed off. I would say you've gone and made a big mistake. I can't allow oh, myself no. to sing the wrestle will get copyright strike. <laughs> Maven doesn't doesn't know what's happened. Oh, he's, so he's half he knows choked. he he knows he effed up now. You fucked up. You Get fucked it. up. Take care of this Teddy Long. Teddy, Teddy Long ringside is the ref. Control this uh, man. Hold, hold on a second, player. Boy, you, you guys pulled out Lita. Let's pull out the Undertaker. That was the only one who was pulling out a Lita. I thought, right. Okay, what up? Bang. <laughs> oh. Hey, hold on, player Maven. You, uh, oh, Maven's you getting made his a ass kicked. Mistake, man. So you're going one-on-one with the Undertaker. Oh, through the ropes. <laughs> Through the ropes. Oh, he's still in. He's still and in. He's, much like Curtis Axel from 2016, he's still in. <laughs> he's still in. Much like Spike Dudley from last year getting choked slammed on the ramp. Or is that this year? Shit. I think I spoiled it. Uh, I think it might have been the oh. year after, even. I don't There's know. the God. Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh. 
That was a chair shot just to the head. To the head okay, and nothing that, that's, else. That's no blade. That's no blade. M- Maven Tardway. Holy God. There, down goes the cameraman. That was a brutal chair shot. Wow. Uh, down goes Stu. Yeah, there was a funny bit uh, when Cena returned last week or something, and the cameraman's trying to follow him. And it's like, hey, we lost Stu. Where are you? <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Taker's busting him hard way. He's yeah, yeah. taking him to school here. Yeah, goddamn pal. Oh, is it, is it God. possible for you to like pause for a second then hit play? I think you're like a second in front of me. Okay, I have to turn my controller back. On. If it's easy, if it's gonna fuck everything up. There, I'm at one, and there. All right. And I just turn it back on. Scotty. Oh, there's Scott. Oh, there we go. Scotty Scotty. Yeah, and where's the hip hop hippo? Is, is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if anything is consistent with this rumble, he'll be next after Scotty. Yeah. Okay. Maven goes back in the ring. How's that now? Yeah. Taker's not done with. Taker's Just... walking up to dance, 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 oh, dance, no. punch. <laughs> Punches. <Scotty. Yo. laughs> yeah. Taker is not a fan of offbeat shenanigans, much like Lance <laughs> yeah, that, That's been the whole thing with the invasion. It's like, you know, and now he's eliminated. There like, he no, goes. I do not tolerate offbeat shenanigans. <laughs> oh, there's a, yeah, this is going to get rough. He's just going to throw him in the crowd. Jim Duggan special, brawl back. Just prison fucking Maven in the crowd here, Undertaker is. Uh, pr- prison rules here for sure. <laughs> so wait, is Scotty, is Scotty still in? I think. Or is yeah, he just he's, dead? He, uh, he might be dead, but. I think the next person that's uh, coming in. Hopefully is, the hip hop uh, hippo will come in and make the save. And then they just have a two minute dance <clears throat> break like uh, like 2000 with Rikishi and <laughs> We can only hope. Conspicuous by his absence is Brian Lawler, who was released from his contract a while, a while before mm-hmm. this. Yeah, I and think that's, it was uh, around the time you're at. I think it was around invasion, the beginning of the invasion time. Oh, yeah. It could have been around like april and ray because he was at was he at back no he was on a dark match at x7 and then he had a few raws in april and that he, was there, there was like a smackdown where he got a random like european championship match or something and then i think that was like the last I, thing yeah he had he had a match against Hart, matt yeah because eddie guerrero was trying to join with uh like team extreme at that point in time yeah, and then yeah, eddie yeah, guerrero yeah. got written off mm-hmm. nine eight. Oh, here we go we're in the concessions oh, oh. Give, give me a hot dog pal I'll, I'll take some popcorn. Man, Maven's oh, paying who's, his who's dues here, huh? We got Chris Strong. Chris Strong! Yes! And at last, you're on your own. Oh, man. Lol, look how glorious he is. Look how glorious oh. this man's is. And, whoa! Oh, not the popcorn. Hey, I wanted popcorn, not Maven and popcorn. I don't want... <laughs> Blood is... Taker just throws Maven head first through the glass and of this popcorn a machine trying to get in there's a, a hiv all over these popcorns oh yeah taker just takes a glob full of just like, <laughs> <laughs> undertaker rules just he has oh, popcorn man, in his singlet <laughs> man and like what, what better use of christian's theme than a face full of popcorn and okay <laughs> the thing i love about christian's theme here is Oh, he's the European champion, too. Oh, yeah. He wore the belt to the ring. He's very proud of it. He's standing in there uh, by himself. I guess Scotty oh, is. Have... Nope, there he is. There's Scotty. Uh, yeah, he's coming. Holy shit. Did you hear that? 
Is that thunder? <laughs> oh my god, I almost shit my pants right there. Oh man, I'm uh me too. I'm like, I gotta go, but like geez, that <laughs> almost did the job. <laughs> man, hopefully uh it, hopefully yeah, this doesn't cut out. Oh uh, yeah. But we uh yeah, cri- uh, I love the use of Latin in friggin' Christian theme. And, yeah. and the and it translates to basically I have stepped out of the shadow of my brother and I'm on my own kind of deal. Right. Yeah. Just so oh no. We get in the uh we got no worm, but we got a reverse DDT. <laughs> That's all we need. Yeah. D- didn't Christian like win the European title in like a, a match that was supposed to air on SmackDown, then it didn't end up and it was a dark match? Or and I'm thinking of Bradshaw when he had the title. That was wasn't that what happened to Edge? Didn't didn't that happen with him? He like won it in Canada, like right after he debuted from like Owen Hart he, or somebody. No, he had a house show. He won it. Oh, DDP. Yes. yes. There's the Jew guy sign again. We know we had a. No, it was a house show in Toronto in uh, July '99. <clears throat> it was like Ken Shamrock was supposed to wrestle Jeff Jarrett for the IC title, but he couldn't get to the show. Yeah. So Edge was a last minute replacement and he had the belt for literally a day and he dropped it at uh, fully loaded the next night. Right, right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, I, I love that spinning lariat that that Page does. I don't love his goatee though. I'm going to be honest. Uh I can I can do without the goatee. I like it's just full on beard, long hair, uh classic DDP from like 97. That's what we need. Not this this goat. I think it's what you call that facial hair. Uh, the and like the no he 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 cut his hair when he was like near in the end like when he wasn't ready to rumble he had yeah, hair yeah. cut at uh, the jersey triad with <laughs> canyon and bam bam yeah he's still like he's just hoping people don't remember that undertaker storyline i think Ooh, diamond uh, cutter. RKO out of nowhere <laughs> oh scotty takes umbrage with the diamond a lot of bleached reason. hair in this ring right now a lot of bleached hair, a lot of baggy pants, a lot of blonde hair, a lot of goatees, a lot of worm. It's very 2002, I'll say that. Oh, yeah. And uh, there it is again, Thunderstruck. Speaking oh, of 2002. <laughs> Thunderstruck. Got the worm. W-O-R-M. Uh, this oh, was, it's this still was... over. Still over. It's about to oh, hit yeah. again. It would, it would be over today. It, it, if he yeah, if he came back today and did it, people would lose. Actually, the kids might not know what the worm is nowadays. Now, now I think about it. Yeah. No, well, they, they did have a a random deal on NXT like there was like eight years ago against the Ascension. Yeah, I remember that. That was weird. Yeah. Oh, that was like was like one of their first uh, takeovers. Oh, here's the ah. other here's the other Chuck or the other Billy. You will Chuck. remember him. Chuck, not Chuck Palumbo. Chuck. Chucky. Or they said uh, Chucky. His nameplate I- said Chuck. His his headband says Chucky. And I, I I think the headband is more reliable, so it's probably is Chucky. Yeah, I uh, I think they were hoping for uh, Billy and like, Chucky, that, that, or a child's like a child's play sequel here. Ah, uh, yeah, trying to shoehorn that in. Oh yeah. Man, what a what a got DDP versus Chuck in two thousand two. This is this is some good shit. Yeah, got the, got the this, European champion on the outside. This would have been on like that fabled, you know, what could have been the WCW Big Bang. 
or like what would have been their Friday or whatever. No, they yeah. were going to get the Monday night slot. Like it would have been WWE Nitro or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They tried it for like a week and they're like, wait, because well, everybody remembers, buff- everybody remembers the buff Bagwell Booker T match, but they also were like doing angles and stuff. Like everybody beat up Booker T and Shane McMahon backstage. And it was like a whole thing. And then like on raw the next week, they just pretended that never happened. No, they still had like WCW ropes. Like I, I was watching one match. It was a, uh, oh, it was like a hardcore match between like Taz and Tajiri, and like yeah. they're reaching under the ring to get uh, to get the weapons. And it's like, oh, there's a WCW rope there. I'm like, oh, that must be the rope they used for Jack and Metal. Oh, this is interesting. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're getting a WCW match, but you know, this one didn't have like Arn Anderson and Scott Hudson on commentary. Thankfully, oh, they tried. They tried their best. They, they gave it. They could have gave it a little bit more time. Like I, like fantasy booking that whole deal. That's that's going to be a show on its own. Like when I'm done with this era, mm-hmm. but I would have given one thing. I would do is ECW on Sci-Fi the Friday. I would have given ECW their own entity. Just have Friday night on, but not on Sci-Fi with zombies and oh, yeah robots. And <laughs> Returning oh. Godfather. Let's get on the hoe train. Ah, he's legit. Oh, look at that. Good father. Who? This is the Godfather. Just copyright or gimmick infringing Lashley's gimmick oh, here. Oh, oh, that was short lived. He's gone. Goes back oh, to the back. He's more hoe. I mean, oh, more ladies, oh. right? More ladies. Oh, yes. We, we can't say, we can't call them hoes here, right? Wait, it's 2002. There's a look at these whores. Look, look at, at these oh, stupid my. whores. Uh, I guess these are uh, what would have uh, I was trying to think what would have been a reality show at this point in time that this could have been man. Oh, uh, they're just is that all Charmel? I think it's Charmel right there. No, it's not. No, it looked like her from like a glance. It, it, it could have been like you could have had uh, who would have been in OVW like April Hunter could have had like her oh, in there. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, like people that like Don Marie or Jackie Moore like, or somebody. Victoria was a hoe once. She was uh was she a hoe? Yep. Uh, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. The good, the good when uh when Godfather went good. I couldn't remember if that was like a separate thing because there was like, wasn't she like in the shower with Eddie Guerrero or something? She was also that. Yeah, she was also used for that angle. That was like literally months later. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, this lady's named Victoria and she's hanging out with Too Cool against Right to Censor. Next thing, yeah. next time you see Victoria was. Uh, all the things she said when he got tattoo brought in. Yeah. Like a godfather stole the Undertaker's pants from what was it, Survivor Series 2000? Got like the. Yeah, uh, yeah. D- didn't like. Was like, there was like a legend about that. Or like a taker, either he forgot his gear or like there was. Yeah. A, I'm like half kidding, in, by the way. They, they looked like the exact same. I know they were good friends. So it's like. I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if they actually are because <laughs> they were like, what? Snake, snake skin stuff. You got like. They're, sim- they're like similar height too, right? Yeah, they're about six, six, nine, six, like, ten. Taker might be a little taller, but they're both tall motherfuckers. So, man, yeah. Godfather looking pretty jacked, actually. The Kama, the what was he? The the fighting machine, supreme, supreme, supreme fighting, fighting machine. Man. Yeah, yeah he, he he trimmed down here, but he was on like jacked and metal and like the the house shows and OVW yeah, at this yeah. point because he he would be seen in amongst the uh, hip hop hippo. Good, good God. Uh, he would be seen amongst the people chasing the alliance out of the ring right. in random matches. Like he was there. Him and Bull were there. Yeah, but they were just kind of like undescript guys in shirts. They were just like basically Mason T Bar. 
Yeah, Right to Censor never really had like a definitive end. It kind of like faded away. It well, I mean, they had like a breakup, but they had like a breakup, then they got back together, then they broke up, and then so it's like, okay, are you done? Are you not done? Okay, I guess you're done. I think it was just like, yeah, because you could tell it was done because there was this one deal where I think it was they lost a match and then they walked out on Stevie and then like Undertaker like beat the shit out of Stevie or something like that. You could tell it was definitive. It's on one of my Raws. Mm. You you could tell it was definitive. You know better than I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. We want the hose. And oh, there's. Oh, there there goes goes the hip hop hippo, but Godfather stays in. So we got Chuck and Christian battering on the Godfather here. He is no, he's no sweet tea. I'll say that. Dude, Godfather runs the ropes like more intensely than anybody else. I think it's like he's gonna run through them. Uh, he, I think he's so tall, like they just barely graze him. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, all aboard! Oh man, here we, here we go. Fire up the engines. <laughs> oh, too bad A Train's not in there to do one of those. <laughs> and yeah, well, out he goes. A yeah, he A Train just left. Or and like there goes the gimmick. There goes Godfather. Yeah. Uh boo oh the boo birds are out now. The we boo got birds. Christian and Palumbo, no, that's a oh, that was short lived alliance. Team. That's uh yeah, speaking of the alliance, <laughs> them two. No, my hair is blonder. No, my hair is blonder. Oh, there's hey, Perry. Perry Saturn. There Perry. he is. What the hell is he wearing? <laughs> He's got some fresh tattoos. Is he, uh, is he auditioning for a Got Milk commercial? He looks like he, he has like cow trunks. He looks like he just got a tattoo like two, 20 minutes ago. Yeah, that's uh, the three-handled family credenza, the best oh, yeah. name for a finisher of all time. It's so vibrant. There's so many colors on him. Oh, yeah. This is one of his last appearances. Yeah. it's uh, he, he had a rough go of it after this. Like He had some random... Uh, have you watched any of like the weekly TNAs? I know you're doing a bit of impact yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had, uh, I think he had some shit and like the, Oh, the, the fans are paying attention to something, probably a fight, but no, yeah. <laughs> I think he was, he was in one of those, uh, was it the hard 10 tournament? That sounds like a different kind of pay-per-view, sir. <laughs> well, it could have aired at the same time as uh, that's like, time slot, but loser has to bottom like one of those deals. Yeah, maybe, but no, it was, uh, it's so convoluted, I forget what the deal was, but it's it was a series of hardcore matches in a tournament, and there are points. So you got so many points if you use a weapon, so many points if you put them through a table, and you have to get the 10 points, but mm-hmm. you got to get there. Like, mathematically, you got to get there, like, correct, not, like, do one thing, and then you have 12 points. Oh, no, no, you got to start again, and brain bu- oh. Right. Perry Saturn's brain buster, just underrated. Perry Saturn's pretty good, man. Like he's kind of uh, a maniac, and he botches sometimes. But, well, he, but when he when he's he, on, he's on. He botched over that uh, that Mike Bell, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just at like Moppy right now. It's uh, it's just as bad as you remember. It is. Well, I used to say "You're welcome" to my like my cousins all the time <laughs> back then. I, I would just like I would see them be like, "You're welcome." Stone Cold. Oh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. What? My God. What? He's he's walking. My God, he's talking. Uh, Man, last Royal Rumble for Stone Cold. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. Uh, the pop, the giant Steve Weiser. One, th- one thing I, I loved during the 
bit with Stephanie McMahon, there was like a giant pager with what scrolling through it the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, speak, speaking of 2002. <laughs> what? 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 Yeah, pager. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh stomping all kinds city. of mud holes and hole and then, holes. Uh, you know, stop. There he's goes Christian. Yeah, he's cleaning up house. I wonder if Perry Saturn's going to eliminate him here. Nope, he's just going to get a stunner. Oh, hey, he's just going to get stunned. You hate to see it. Uh, there goes Chucky. Yeah. Bye, Chucky. Uh, see you uh, See you on SmackDown in a couple of years, Chuck. And there goes the cow, Perry Saturn. Uh, moo. But God. Steve King. Austin is in no mood. <laughs> Looking at his wrist. Uh, like, uh, what was it, 97 uh, when he won? 98. 97. Yeah, uh. Oh, he's like, oh, I'm not done yet. I got some time to kill. What? I got some time to kill. And it's it's funny that he comes in, stuns Christian with all the what's, and it was a phone call with right. Christian while he yeah, was like yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the road. But did he eliminate that, Christian twice? He did. That's, he, that's he, he's eliminating Billy. Billy's like, oh, oh he's saw this. Chuck's nope. trying to leave, but he throws him back in there. No, uh, they're stalling for time. One more stunner. Boom. Throw him out yeah. again. Or just uh, kick him under, whatever. <laughs> He's checking his watch. Like, oh, I got some time to play, like you said. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I got one more. One more. I got one more elimination. What? Two more. What? So that's going to count towards the, the record that's held by... Who is it? Who has it now? Braun? Or Roman? Uh, I think Braun might have broke it in the Greatest Royal Rumble. I think I, I'm someone... Not no, Brock, no Brock, Brock broke it in like the legit Rumble when he went through like, the first half. Did he? Yeah. Did, I th- did he I break think, Roman's record? I he, think he I, did. I mean, like, he might have. He didn't, break, he didn't break Roman's record. He, he broke um, Kane's record. Yeah. Hello, oh, ladies. Hello. You know something, ladies? Ooh. My return is a lot like... Oh, I can't do. I was going <laughs> to say, like, Val Venus, uh, he's an interesting cat these days. <laughs> yeah, geez. He's a, he's a follow uh, on Twitter. I, I love a good conspiracy. I'll, I I like a good conspiracy theory. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, you're you're a bit much, Val. Val Venus is wet. Uh, there, there goes the uh, towel. He, uh, yeah, he's uh not drying his chest off though. Uh, keep well, that wet. She's probably wet. I mean, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean probably. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, come on, the big the big Valboski. I mean, I'm a little wet, to be honest. Stone Cold in there checking there? his watch. Is, is there rings are leaking your roof or something? I hope not. Mm. I have a uh, AC unit on my window, so it's like a very thin like layer, so you could probably hear every drop. Uh no, but I, I got well, my bedroom like this is like all one room flat bungalow, <laughs> so my my room is over there, and there's a AC unit there. I I moved mm. everything so I can sit on the couch. Oh man, Val's yeah, taking yeah, this is Val. Yeah, this is Val Venus's first appearance in uh, about a year. Like you, I think he. Was he at the O one Rumble? Yeah, he no, I, uh he was with Right to Censor. Yeah, he oh the uh, yeah he was at X seven. Then well, as soon as X seven was over, he pretty much bounced. I think he actually had an injury. Yeah, because they had uh I think it was Judgment Day right where it was King versus Stevie Richards right or was it Backlash? No, I think it was uh no well K- no Judgment Day was Kane versus Triple H in the chain match. Right, oh, but R- no, R- King, RTC did- King, King versus Stevie Richard, Jerry the King. Lawler. No, that was no, that was no way out. Uh, no way out. That's right. So it was about okay. 
And I think they yeah. had a, a dark match at X7. No, they had a regular match at X7. Then, yeah, I guess that was probably his last. Has an APA. Last. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm a nerd, in case you can't tell. Oh, no, I'm with you. Oh, the this Pride is a of Oshawa, Ontario. Test. It's got his new music, but still got the long pants. Yeah. Uh, we, aren't, we aren't at testicles yet. We're not quite at oh, testicles. We're, we're close. We're, yeah. We, my, my People in my town, we love Test because he grew up like less than an hour away from where I did. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm the last house show I went to. I, I see this on everything I go on. So, pardon me if I'm repeating stuff, folks. Like I always do, but <laughs> yeah, T- Test. He's uh, from. Yeah. He was from Oshawa, just like a town outside, like about a stone's throw from Toronto, mm-hmm. like 45 minutes from where I grew up, just like west or north. I I don't know my directions. Uh, went to right. a house show there, and we had the in-ring debut of La Resistance. We had the Dudley Boys versus Three Minute Warning. We had Kane and Rob Van Dam. Mm-hmm. And we had the main event. Scott Steiner versus Test. <laughs> the main Lucky event. You. Lucky you, man. <laughs> oh, I had a I had a hoot. I was loving it. Like, like t- Test got the loudest pop he ever had. Like, and this is including like being on TV and winning the yeah. European title. It's like, who else can we throw out there that Test could feasibly beat? They'll just throw out Scott's guy, Scott Steiner, I guess. Uh, this was 03 Scott Steiner, so like he couldn't even he had like what atrophy and he couldn't walk. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're much after the uh the pose down with Triple H. Oof, what a oh. big boot to Valvenus from Test. Pose Brutal. down with Triple H. Oh, bro, that's like a, that's like a year from this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he goes. Unfortunately, to boot oh, Steve boot. Austin Stunner. There. Stunner. Yeah, yeah. I, I might have known people who were related to Test too. So, yeah. Like, like he was a Martin and like one of my neighbors was a Martin. So there was a good chance they were related. There goes Tess. So Steve uh, eliminates Tess and uh, Val Venus. Now he's back January. alone again. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, his watch. that's a, on his back alone. That's a normal night for Val. I know <laughs> I feel the pain. Steve Austin just, uh, just wasting time here. Like I got time for a Steve Weiser. Huh? His knee pads coming off a little bit. Fix yeah. it, Steve. Uh yeah, fi- yeah. It's gonna bother me. Uh, I don't notice. Who's next? Wait, he's... Oh man! Oh, it's time to play the game. Uh, well, okay, I'll get. Well, I'm I'm doing a podcast. I can't play a game now. Controller, down you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was playing was it Skyward Sword earlier, so there we go. Oh, hell yeah. I got the HD remake. It's so good. <laughs> was I, it? I still, uh, can't, still can't justify the motion controls though. Oh yeah, I've tried it before. It's, it's 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 an adjustment for sure. Yeah. Was it? Uh, when you were watching this live, was it obvious that Triple H is going to win? It was obvious the night he returned on MSG that he was winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, I would assume it, so. it was obvious what the day they started doing those vignettes set to Beautiful Day by YouTube, which they cut out of the, the fucking Peacock. Absurd. I, I'm going to have to look it up uh, on like the network. I, I still have the network up here and yeah. I, I can only use it in like an internet browser, which I'm fine with. I don't mm-hmm. care, but because I can just HDMI it. To my, I have a smart TV too, so I can just Click, yeah. click and it's ready. That's that's how I watch. You like, lucky un Americans, you. That's how I watch the pay per views. I, 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 money in the bank. All like my 
I have a group chat within the the network, the podcast network I'm on, WrestleAddict Radio, and everyone's just like going off about the the cuts and the bullshit during Money in the Bank. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, it was like right before the men's Money in the Bank, it all went to shit. I was like, this is what everybody's <laughs> waiting for, and this is when you're gonna shit the bed. Uh, you, you could have <clears> shit <throat> the bed during uh during uh, you know, I don't remember the rest of the pay per view now, if I can be honest, but like, yeah, I, I liked it. Like Nikki Ash is a that was a shock and just the best win ever. Everyone's fighting. Yoink. Mm. Gone. Like, <laughs> why away. haven't you thought of that? <laughs> yeah, but tr- uh, around, around, the ring. yeah, just slow plotting it out, waiting for the next person for them. Even to more. Every, every person is more wet than the, than the next. Oh, and, and there, there, there must be like a shower head right by gorilla. I think I thought they typically like would squirt themselves with a squirt gun, but he literally looks like he just ran under a shower. No, he he. It's like you know when you go to the when you go to the community pool and they have like the shower before you go in the pool. Yeah, it's like he he bolted through that and then jumped in the pool. Looking cartoonishly jacked, Triple H is. Uh, at least this wasn't his like. Uh, was there like a Burger King commercial he was in, and then he came back looking all fat? <laughs> And I shouldn't talk because I'm, I'm I'm obese, but <laughs> I think I yeah, am here too. we go. But yeah, we By technical standards. Yeah, you two's beautiful day. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, yeah, Triple H is winning. Oh, and Austin, he's he's stomping I'm around, I'm around the same time they started. Do you remember? I think this might have been during your uh, your break from wrestling, but. The WWE Desire video set to My Sacrifice by Creed. I've seen a f- oh, few of the, yeah. Oh, stand back. Here comes the hurricane. Gregory and Helms. At, yeah. And fun, funnily enough, another parallel to, to my show. I'm at just around the time he became the hurricane. Like he was called Hurricane yeah. Helms and came out with like a cape vest. He had like the rap he, music. He had that, yeah, that shit. He, he didn't come out to, uh, uh, was it like vertebraca roll break your spine mm-hmm. yeah watch wcw greed that is some good shit uh, i'd rather not thanks yeah simul uh it was on the simulcast oh he's going for the choke slam he's gonna do it so we got hurricane oh, triple h and steve austin in the ring double choke slam from hurricane <laughs> i see it i see it it's gonna happen oh come he's on he's gonna do it he's gonna oh double choke slam by god her powers activate uh, well good thing you got your cape on hurricane because you're flying out of here sir ah oh, that, that that cape that almost like choked him on the way out oh, man that would have been rough ski that oh that would have been like the uh, i think like one one match it wasn't his neck but test no oh, no steve steve was like his foot was caught that was it um was caught in inordinate amount of time i actually watched that randomly recently i think it was SummerSlam 98 or no, wow. one of one of those SummerSlam matches, I think. And it was caught for an inordinate amount of time. No, I think oh, yeah, it was yeah. the triple threat at ninety nine. Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that that, that that's a oof. That, that's a rough year in wrestling ninety nine. Yeah, to say the least. I because I've been doing the twenty year stuff like actually for a couple of years now, like even ever since I was podcasting with Nathan. Mm-hmm. And oh, and it's for uh, here's Ron Simmons. For the other who? ass, the other ass, what was it? Ass pounder, uh, acolyte ass pounding pounders, ass. always pounding, always pounding, ass. <laughs> acolyte yeah. ass pounders. 
first w, uh, first uh, African American WCW champion. Yes, sir. Oh, just that's, fucking spinebuster Steve Austin. Almost dropped right on his head. Yeah. Jeez. That's a match that hasn't happened in oh, about ten years at this point because they're both <laughs> in Turner. Oh man, we got the two man power trip coming back oh. together here. Yes. Just destroying Farouk. There he goes. Clotheslined over the top. Yeah. Now we're back and to this these is two. 11 months following that uh, three stages of hell match. Yeah. Still pretty fresh. Yeah. Do you, did you notice? There's one thing I've noticed, and I have to credit OSW Review for this one because they pointed it out. Mm-hmm. They, at the very end of their match, like you can just see them both like down in the ring. And then out of nowhere, like, you just see a beer bottle just pelt Steve right in the head. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. And uh, that's what, uh, oh, uh, Jay, Jay Hunter's like, and then some accurate cunt. <laughs> that is precision. That was Tom Brady throwing it. Oh, man. Isn't it weird to think that Tom Brady was the quarterback at that point? Was he like starting his career by, by that, by this point? Yeah, he was already, he was like a mainstay for the Patriots at this point, I think. Oh, and he's still going. I mean, he's not the Patriots anymore, but he's still going. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you, they they beat my Chiefs. You know, Sorry. I said uh, fo- what Wayne it's Gretzky. Okay. What wasn't Wayne, Wayne, Wayne Gretzky did a lot of pucking around, huh? Wayne Gretzky was long retired in 2002. <laughs> this would have been, hey, if I, if I can, you know, get my hockey knowledge out, this would have been the year that, uh, my beloved Maple Leafs went to the conference finals and mm. oh my God. Oh, what a perfect entrance. Oh, Kurt Henning. Oh man. Looking beefy. Mr. Perfect. Oh, you, a lot of beef there, pal. You look good. This dude looks like a fucking dad. Looks he like yeah, one. he got da- da- dad strength there. Yeah, no, he's, he's looking good though. Yeah. But, oh, he, he'd, he'd always look great. Like even when he had that, like, three weeks in TNA right before he died. He was looking great too, mm-hmm. man. What a, what a threesome triple H stone cold and Mr. Perfect. That's uh that's a believable like world heavyweight championship match right there. Easily, easily. Like it's even that, here. It's weird that Mr. Perfect never really caught on in his return. I guess the plane ride from hell kind of derailed that. Yeah. When is that dark side of the ring coming out? Cause I am very intrigued. <laughs> I think that's the the second half of the season, right? I think I saw yeah, that I, on, the, on the list. I didn't realize they were on a break because the last one was what was the last one? It could have been Nick. Pillman. Pillman. No. Yeah, because there was uh, there was one with a uh, fucking Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speak, speaking of Nick Gage, oh boy, yeah, that's that's going to be a thing this week. I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, and it, yeah, it'll be it'll be something. It'll be. Uh, I mean, I mean, if Zack Ryder, if Zack Ryder can beat him, then <laughs> man, what yeah. a weird time we're in. I I actually want to to watch that just to see. Like, I had a subscription to IWTV for a, for a bit. Yeah, but I I'll, I'll watch that. I would definitely watch that because uh, we actually sponsored uh, like a wrestling <laughs> show earlier this year. Mister Perfect just ripped his gum out of his mouth and just threw it into the crowd. That's. <laughs> Oh, uh, that that's funny. He didn't do the slap. I'm just realizing. No. They're both trying to get him out right away. Got beer. Um huh. nope, I so. don't. I'm out. Ah, uh, here's angle. the American hero. 
we are we, literally weeks, weeks away from you suck. Or are we? Uh, Can I tell you something? They actually like, did it. In oh, Madison they're here. Squ- yeah, it was Madison Square Garden that that the show that Triple H returned in. It was that show where it was the first time I at least remember remember hearing it. Okay. So I think it's like you starting suck. to take steam. What? I think Wait, Edge so- kind of piggybacks on what's already happening, which I never realized. Yeah, Edge, no, he uh, exacerbating them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was this, or I knew it was O2. I didn't, I think it was like their hair versus hair feud, but it was well before that. I think that's Judgment Day, right? 2002? Yeah. They had a match at, at uh, Backlash and Judgment Day. Yeah, so that, we're only a few months away from that. Wow. Weird period where he has, he's bald, but he has like, his, his head's way paler than like the rest of his body. Because... Uh, you know, God already beat him to the hair versus hair match. Edge just uh, <laughs> Edge just finished the job. What a, what a final! Crew, is this man. no wait? Is there the no? There's another entrance, I think. Yet there's still someone we haven't seen. Yeah, there's about uh, 15, 16 minutes left. Okay, yeah, we're, okay. There's still a few, a few. What people number? Left. What number was Kurt Angle? Uh, I've lost uh, track. Twenty something. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't notice. I'm trying to think of who else we would see. Kane, Big Show, are two guys I could think of. Uh, I don't think Big Show is here. Well, I thought well, Big, Big Show wasn't on a lot of pay per views in 02. Like I, re- I specifically remember him being at WWF New York during like WrestleMania 18. Yeah, he had a rough 2001, but they were building him up a little bit here in the beginning of of 02. Like he was standing up to the Undertaker and stuff. Oh yeah, so I, it, I it think would, it wouldn't be until SmackDown he really got uh, he really yeah. got into it. A lot of start and stop though, unfortunately. Yeah. Steve Austin gets belly to bellied. There he is, see? Right well, on cue. Well, yep. it's the big show. Speaking of someone else I've met at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, right there. I'm like up to his chest. I bet. Oh, yeah. They look up and it's like, it's like, you know, that fluffy bit. Damn! <laughs> like, you know, there, there's happy, health, healthy, husky, and damn, and oh, hell no! <laughs> I been- even know, well, at this point in time, Big Show would have been the oh hell no. He was yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty thick. He's a thick bull. Oh, big choke slam to Mister Perfect. Oh, showstopper. My audio was off on that bump. I just noticed. <laughs> oh, oh well. No. Are you saying uh, that wasn't get... perfect? Uh, yep. It, 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 uh, exactly. It's <laughs> no response. Uh, the reflection of imperfection. Mm. Oh man, Big Show just almost broke the ring there, running just... the ropes beef straight through him everybody's getting knocked down by big show he is his nipples are trying to escape his singlet though i gotta say <sighs> they get knocked down but they're not getting up again Mm-mm. super Kurt, yeah um, kurt angle is trying to butt fuck uh big show there for a second we'll pretend like that oh, didn't yeah. happen and That's... he's up in the air kurt's up in the air he's high triple h what are he's... you doing oh He's uh, trying to show Big Show what a torn quad feels like. Yeah, I guess. He just saved Kurt Angle for some reason. Yeah. Big boot to Big trips. Boot, yeah. And, and in his injury, it was just so, I don't want to say anticlimactic, but just like step, snap, yeah. and it was gone. Like how, it was like how Vince McMahon tore both of them at a rumble. Yeah, a lot of times it's just something simple like that. That's how uh, Chris Candido, when he broke his leg right before he died, it was literally he just he stepped wrong. Oh yeah, uh, that that was rough. Triple H going up. 
Everybody down he goes, the showstopper. Very, the big red uh, penis. Big, ah, uh, yes, the red machine himself. This yeah, Kane's not looking too burnt these days. I guess those uh, burns actually healed. <laughs> so that's what some say. Is that a Nickelback song? That's it. Sounds like a Nickelback song. It, it's probably a Nickelback song. I mean, I being Canadian, and I'm extremely familiar with Nickelback, oh, but not okay. that familiar. I won't rag on Nickelback when with with you. you can't, and my hey, you know what? I allow the memes. Like I, there's, there's four words that I live by, and they are to each their own. <laughs> so it's like Brian this. Zane. Brian Zane, like what you like, don't be a dick. <laughs> I think Nickelback's just fine. Yeah. I, enjoy, I enjoy Nickelback. Ah, speaking of Nickelback. We got two nickels two, back right here. Yeah, uh, get nickels back for your 1995 on the network. Send in your cable bill and get <laughs> a cane glove in the mail. Man, that is, that's before my time. I, I understand the reference, but man, oh, yeah. what a time. Oh, like, man, there's Jesus. All body, big Kane Andre just, the Giant moment here. Yeah, Kane's Kane, body Kane, slams Kane big show. Who's Kane think he is, Cesaro? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It was the same deal. <laughs> yeah. Stunner. Stunner. Final two of last oh. year's Rumble. And uh, here's the setup for WrestleMania 18 right uh, here. Yep. There he goes. Angle slam to Kane over the top rope. Yep. That and then impressive. that was where. Here's your final uh, four, right? Yeah, that's a good Maybe. final four. I guess Kane was number 30. Okay. It's a damn good final four. That's ah. Uh, Man, imagine this like, perfect if he won this. Imagine we had like Austin and Henning at WrestleMania. Yeah, or hell, Henning and Jericho. Ooh, I like oh, that. there's still someone out. Oh, hello. Oh well, we don't know anything about wrestling, I guess. No, no. Well, they don't number these guys on on the screens as they doing. Other- oh, RVD, oh, of course. Rob, Van, Dam, perfect. Oh, he slips on the apron. Oh, he's fine yeah, though. What it's a, okay. What a pop! Oh, okay. Someone's down. I'm just gonna oh. frog slash you. That looks Good like it hurts shit. Rob more than it hurts Kurt. Yeah, yeah. He was great with selling his own move because if it hurts you, it's definitely gonna hurt the opponent. Yeah, even if you're like, you know, I'm gonna put a, a chair across your stomach and the hardcore title, yeah. and then I'm just gonna frog splash it and then kill myself, and you feel nothing. Bodice a roll rolling thunder action to Stoney. Perfect. Yeah, oh, like man. how over like Rob Van Dam was here, even like Super when he was in the alliance. Yeah, he's gonna get pedigreed here. You know, it's interesting. After uh Jericho won the undisputed title, they were like building to a Jericho and RVD title match, which never I guess it happened on Raw, but it had like a schmoz finish and they kept building to like a match that's gonna happen. It's almost like they had planned to do it at Royal Rumble. But at whatever point, it seemed like they pivoted. And Rob Van, yeah. Rob Van Dam never really saw the main event other than... No, he did face Triple H one time. At, I think it was No Mercy 02. But other than that, not really much for uh, him. And uh, that might have been Unforgiven. That was right yeah. after Triple H was given the title. Right, one of those B B pay-per-views. Uh, yeah, all, all those ones. Uh, I don't think I've watched any of those. Like I'll, I'll have to thank the Ruth, like both Ruthless Pods because they're both like in yeah. different parts of the timeline. So like I'll I'll stick with listening to that than watching like you know Maven run Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Fucking Maven, man. Maven's still in this, by the way, isn't he? Or did he get thrown out? He might have gotten thrown no, out. No, he actually. was le- he was legit thrown out. Okay, that's another guy. 
Yeah. Oh, another you one. Booker it. T, of course. They, they really don't number these guys, do they? No. Nope. Yep. No, uh, I, I, uh, there it is. Yeah, Booker T is number 30. JR just said it. Yep. There we go. Booker T was getting pushed hard at this point, too. This is fresh off yeah, of the he, uh, the supermarket brawl with Stone Cold and <laughs> all that and shit, man. As as a grocery clerk, but I do for a living. <laughs> Does it give you PTSD watching uh, that? Well, seeing that, I'd be like, I do not want to do that fucking cleanup. I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> Jeez, man. I guess but like, it's, but it's worth I, the advertising, I'll, I guess. Yeah, it's right close to my my house here, and it's it's run by family, too, so shout out to them. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I just saw that. I just, I just love that they had that aesthetic, and yeah. I, I haven't seen anything like that since. It'd be like, that's the best episode of Supermarket Sweep I've ever seen. <laughs> Holy oh, jail. God! Stone Cold Stunner right to Booker his, T, right out of the yeah, ring, almost out of his boots. Oh, angle. Now we, now oh, we're at the final four. Yeah, here we go. Triple H, Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Mister Perfect. Even though it was obvious to me when I, I was watching this live at like a friend's house that Triple H was winning, but I yeah. I had hope upon hope. I could I could, I could see yeah I was about to say I could see Stone Cold being a possibility too. Even though he won like last year and two years before that, I, I could still see that happening. Oh yeah, he but he would be like the uh, the record holder. Yeah, nice suplexes here. This is reminiscent of their feud that I'm about to cover because SummerSlam is coming. Dude, great. Dude, Kurt Angle and Stone Cold never had a bad match. Oh, the it, SummerSlam it, even, one particularly is amazing. It's amazing. Even that Unforgiven match, which is like a lot shorter than all of them. And yeah, it was still a dick kick city. <laughs> and it was like obvious that Kurt Angle was going to win because you're in your hometown, you know, 9-11 just happened. Mm-hmm. America's like on edge. And you're, yeah. It, it was like one of those needed things. Oh, man. Mr. Perfect and Kurt Angle trying to eliminate Stone Cold. Oh, God. That's a match we should have got. Because uh, there, there's one thing I always remember. I'll never forget. It was... Six days before Owen Hart passed away, he had a dark match against Kurt Angle. Yeah, right. And 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 back then, Owen's like this this kid's gonna be awesome. Like, Man, he made him shine. Yeah, I bet. And what I, what I wouldn't do to be a fly on the wall or to get footage of that match. Yeah, I'm sure it exists somewhere. Yeah, because like, I was like, well, Owen Hart is my favorite of all time. Yeah, and, and to see that with oh there no! goes Austin. Austin's out. Kurt Angle. Oh, I, oh tosses him. Rat, Rattlesnake's gonna come get his heat back here. Is he? Oh, oh. maybe. Oh. I, but I, Triple H. I think he might be out for revenge from uh, that time. Mister Perfect was his manager. When <laughs> Stone Cold just ripped Mister Perfect out from under yeah. under the bottom rope. Uh, Kurt, yeah. Kurt Angle. Now all three of those guys are fighting on the outside. No, and thrown in the step. Yep, the obligatory, the 500-pound steps, by God. <laughs> Even though they moved like six feet when he touched them. Uh, here we go. Classic rivalry, SummerSlam 2000. Yeah. Royal Rumble that, 2001. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, Steve Austin got involved in that match, too. 
Yeah, that was that match really just happened to have the cat fight with Trish and Stephanie. Yeah, because their feud was. Yeah, just, we yeah. weren't getting like the mop buckets and the bucket of shit yet, but good right. God. Oh, Austin has a chair. Right, He's wiping out everybody. Right on the like, man. What a sore loser, this Steve Austin. I'm going to be oh, wipes. Oh, blast right the, Triple H. Oh, look, that thing's dented all the hell. Jimmy Corderas is just, yeah, no, I'm going to take that. Man. Just just watching these unprotected shots from back then. Oh, good God. He got his heat pack for sure. You're right about that one. Yeah, now the now the crowd. Oh, wait, Stone Cold ain't winning. Okay, time to head for the exit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was. Yes, old Stevie Boy was burnt out at this point. Unfortunately, yeah, I feel like he took a hard look at the crowd before he left. It's almost like he knew it was gonna be like one of his last matches. Yeah, like he had. Who did he wrestle at? Uh, I think he wrestled Jericho at No Way Out. Mm. That set up the NWO. And he Scott had Scott Hall at WrestleMania. Scott Hall, and then like a random handicap match with like was it like Big Show and Ric Flair at Judgment Day, and after that it's like, ha, 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 okay, you, f this. When you set your WWE universe to simulate, yeah, oh. that's that's very oh oh no, that was not a perfect pose line. I I, I think I think Kurt hung on there to yeah, Kurt clothesline Mister Perfect over, but he got back in. Yeah, I think uh, Kurt was teaching him a. Oh, yes. Watching these two go at it, man. Oh, Oh, Mr. Perfect Perfect and Kurt Angle. Come on. Let's go. Oh, oh, natural selection. (laughs) (laughs) Triple H. That's enough of that. How dare you, Triple H. Oh, son. Get your ass out. And then a few years later, he'd do the same thing to his son. Oh, yes. Now we got. Trips and Kurt, final two. Yeah, that's uh, that's a killer's row right there. Mister Perfect, they, people wanted Mister Perfect to win, I think. And I wanted Mister Perfect to win. I guess Triple H is still fresh off his return, so people were still happy to see him. So, luckily yeah. for that, I was watching this with my friend. Uh, his uh, grandpa was actually a pro wrestler. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he was called the Beast or something like that. Like, like mm-hmm. he, he was like a, a Canadian indie guy who wrestled like, you know, Gene Kaninsky and all them. Right. And uh, so his his dad was watching this and it's like he was having a hoot with like, oh, Mr. Perfect. OK, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he's not winning. OK. Big belly to belly from Kurt. He would have wrestled Larry, maybe. Right. Yeah. Larry the Axe. Larry the Axe. Curtis the Out. Wait, no. Curtis the Axe. Curtis the Axel. Or Joe Henning, if you will. Michael McGillicuddy. Or, oh, like, uh, the era there. There's something to review is like old NXT. <laughs> the genesis the of, of Michael McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. Or the, you know, uh, mustaches. I don't have one. Dude, that <laughs> will make wood, me laugh yeah. <laughs> every time I watch it, no matter how many times I watch it. You know, that guy was a member of the Wyatt family. Yeah. <laughs> Like or I'm talking like before Eric Redbeard got involved with it. Oh, he was. <laughs> it was like it was like Luke Harper. I think it was like Luke Harper, Eli Cottonwood, maybe Redbeard came in. It was very very brief. They're like, I, I Wait like a to minute, think this of the same the guy, but but it was I'm, here I, we I, go. I'm gonna go ahead and believe you either way. 
Oh, yeah. Triple H gets thrown over, but hangs on. Kurt Angle wins. He thinks he's Santino won. Santino Morella is going <laughs> to WrestleMania. Oh, man. He's in it for a rude awakening. Suck it. Oh. Big knee. Ooh. It goes. Oh, he's stumbling. He's bumbling. He, he is out of here. Down he goes. Come on. Let's go. All right. Triple what H. A, what a rumble. Man, that was a pretty good rumble, man. I've only, uh, I think it's the second time I've ever seen it. It was it's all right. fun. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I a lot of fun returns. Maven and Undertaker, all that stuff. It was a good, really good, like, last stretch of people, too. And that that deal with the whole popcorn thing is like, I'm getting yeah. a recipe for popcorn tonight. <laughs> popcorn and I blood. Pop, I usually pop a, I pop a bowl when I watch Raw. I'll, I'll make, I'll put some red stuff in it. Why not? Just blade and just let it drip on it. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I know my way around a butcher's knife. You know, my dad's a retired butcher. So, you know, we'll see. There you go. You have no excuse not to now. Yeah, perfect. Just, just I'll have to, you know, do it when no one's looking at me. So, yeah. shut the blinds. <laughs> no camera's not on me. Okay, there. Yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll understand. Don't act like it's the first time you've done it. Uh, no, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's Royal Rumble. Royal Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble 2002. What are your uh, overall thoughts on the show? It was a damn good show. You know, even though it was just like, you know, obvious Triple H, obvious is winning, obvious, man. You still had some bangers here. You had that continued feud with uh, Ric Flair and Vince McMahon. It's just. It's so otherworldly. You'd think that we stepped into the ethereal plane and went to a multiverse here when you have like literally Vince dude. McMahon wrestling Ric Flair and they both own the company. Then you have, even like, yeah, oh, sorry, Rock Jericho. Rock Jericho was good. And I didn't mind the opening tag match as random as it was to have Spike and Taz as tag champs. I, you know what? It might as well be. Might as well be. Why not? You know? But uh, yeah, man, between like Ric Flair, Vince, and then you have Mr. Perfect and Kurt Angle going out at it in the main event. And it's like, man, what what are we watching here? But yeah, it was a fun show. It's like really when I watched everything up to the Rumble last night, I was like, man, that went by really fast. Like it was a fun watch um, paced really well. Some some even the bad matches had some entertainment value to them in some way. So, uh, yeah, really good show, in my opinion. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Hell yeah! Well, we're running a little long here. Thanks, for, thank you for uh, bearing with me. I guess um, it's been awesome having you on, man. Love to have you on again at some point. Uh, where can everybody find you in the Fretzelmania podcast? Yeah, so you can find me every Friday on Wrestle Addict Radio at Addict underscore Wrestle. We have a vast array of other great podcasts like the Young Lions Perspective, the Kings of the Rings podcast, and the Delight Show with uh, Matt Chapel. And yes, uh, I've been reviewing all the Raws from 20 years ago each week. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and for some ungodly reason, I joined TikTok. Don't ask. Uh, at Fretzelmania, that's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E Mania. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio. Five bucks a month. You get a bunch of like other exclusive shows like I do, like a, a top five countdown like week, weekly-ish when I can. Mm-hmm. And some other exclusive shows from our network folks. And yeah, you can, I usually live tweet raw when I can, like, you know, I, I work a hell of a lot, especially during tourist season up here. So yeah, I feel that I'm usually talking shit about raw or 
hockey or whatever. So yeah, I, I would love to be on again. This has been a pleasure. It's been something I wanted to do for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been listening to your podcast a lot recently too. And uh, you, you do a lot of great stuff over there and I think we have a similar style. So it's always a good time, man. Always a good time. would love to have you on at some point. Maybe get you for oh, like yeah. a, uh, some, some, something obscure, like a ring of honor or something. <laughs> I'll have to dig deep in the bowels of my, uh, search Bowels. for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll make it happen. But yeah, once again, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you. Once again, thank you to Fretz from the Fretzelmania podcast for joining me on this episode today. Lots, lots of fun. Love doing these watch along style episodes. And uh, hopefully we'll continue doing that in the future. I think it provides a uh, bit of a different kind of tone to the podcast. A little, little something fun and new, huh? Huh? Um, no, really great time. The Royal Rumbles are just kind of hard to cover, you know, <laughs> like whatever traditional style. All right. So we had number one come out and they did a little thing. And then, oh, number two came out and they did, you know, you miss so much and you either miss so much or you, yeah, yeah, you go five hours long and nobody wants to listen to me for that long. So, but go check out Fretz and all his info in the description below. Check out all my info in the description below and uh, go below me in the description. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm hungry. I haven't had enough coffee at this point, so, uh, yeah. Nobody listens to this part anyways. I mean, I could literally just fart into the mic for 10 minutes and nobody would even know, you know? Uh, yeah. If I had one queued up, uh, I'd probably do that into the mic right now, but as of this moment, um, I I can't, so I apologize for disappointing you. Uh, please don't leave me a bad rating for that. Uh... Apronbump.com. If you enjoy these reviews of the uh, Attitude Era, question mark. I don't know what you really call this era, but go to Apronbump.com, Episodes tab, give it a click ski, select Attitude Era, which is what I'll just call it for now. And you'll get all of my 2001 reviews as well as this one going into 2002. We're almost at Ruthless Aggression Era, folks, but uh, just a few more months of uh, Hogan trying to murder people and Billy and Chuck doing their thing. So uh, go check out apronmup.com for all my episodes, all my social media. Join my email list. Uh, I think you can leave a voice message on there. I don't know if anybody's ever tried that, but uh, do it. See what happens. Do it. Do it. I'm looking at you. This is purely audio, but I'm looking at you. Uh... Okay. Thank you guys once again for listening. Smooches, smooches. I'm hard. Yeah.